Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. Honey, I touched the kids. Slim. I'm a dirty kid toucher. Internet Radio's finest. Rockersworld.com. It's gay. There's nothing more I can say. Monday, Tuesday, he just wants to fuck a man. Morning, after noon, he's laid with some dudes. They play Diablo 2. If there's one thing Con could take, it's some cum shots in the face. Seeming coming toward Con's way. Doing butt stuff in Con's place. Screwing men that fucking vape. Wake him up when his asshole breaks.
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Bitch, my generation gets traumatized for breakfast. God damn. This guy gets it. What's up? What is going on? Nothing. When are we getting a new season of Rick and Morty? When are we getting a new intern? I don't know. We do need an intern. Is nobody fucking here? We have Sad Cat. Sad Cat is the best. <laughs> He's just staring off. He was like crying earlier today. He had like just tears in his eyes. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's when uh, earlier he's he was just sitting against the wall, and like I've never seen him Sad do that. Cat. Like sitting up with his like pushing his face against the wall. I'm like what creep. the fuck? He's fucked up, bro. You gotta take him to the doctor. I think I do. Take him to Doctor Traumatized Slambo. about something. Yeah. Doctor Slambo. Did you, you don't watch Walking Dead because you're an asshole. Correct. It was the best. Really? Yeah, episode two was amazing. Uh, Aaron's arm did—I don't know—did that happen in the comic? Aaron's arm got crushed by a log, and they had to amputate it. No, oh no, my god, I don't dude, it was so. gnarly, and it showed like uh, they were like wrangling up logs for a bridge they were fixing, and uh, some douchebag was supposed to like uh, get the herd away, like with sounds and shit. But oh, he was okay. a fucking douchebag. He was a real piece of shit, so he didn't. He said the walkie wasn't working or something. Oh. I, I don't know. He, but he was he had a, he was an asshole earlier in the show too. Like, so you think he did it on purpose? Yeah, and he's one of the guys from the um, uh, sanctuary. Sanctuary, right. yeah. So he's being a dick, and uh, so th- there was another dude that were tying up like logs, and the other dude freaked out because his, the walkers were like right there, and he fucking jumped off of it, and the the, the log on top cr- fell and crushed Aaron's arm. It's fucking gnarly, shit. and then fucking uh, Daryl runs in and he's fucking beasting out, and then. Him and another guy pull the fucking uh, log off his arm, and you just see it's like bone Oof. and just like mashed fucking. It's like chopped meat. It was gnarly. Do they amputate it like right there and then? Or? The girl, um, I, I don't know. One of the girl, the one that was in uh, too many cooks, the chick. Oh, she's Enid. Enid. She oh, had okay. to cut it off. She had to uh, amputate it. Um, and uh. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, then Rick, like, this is possible, but shot the rope, holding the ropes, and it was awesome. <laughs> the logs just start rolling and just crushing all the zombies. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. That was really cool. And then, uh, oh, yeah, saw Nabila and uh, Nadine Marissa. Oh, okay, cool. Through. And, cool. yeah, I saw her and Jerry fucking their romantic. Carol and Ezekiel. And, okay. uh, like I said last week, and Gabriel is getting some poon. Fucking really? Jane and the garbage bitch. Oh, The garbage oh, wow. queen. So he's getting oh. his dick wet. Was she all weird looking, like she bald was, and like fucking? No, no, she's not like uh, emo anymore. Once oh. all her people got chopped up, she's like, oh, a normal she was bitch. like, I'm cool she's now. Like, yeah, I was never. That was, that was always <laughs> an act. <laughs> right. Now I'm a real person. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, Gabe's getting his fucking dick wet. Awesome. And I did a Pub Boys podcast with Jody B. I did an mm. interview. Uh, the episode's called "Deal with It." It's fucking really good. We talked from everything like wiping our butts to uh, being fathers and shit. Awesome. It's like all the fucking feelings. It's all the feelings. And uh, it was really good. His intro for me was amazing. It was like, uh, well, first he took a clip of one of my rants during the interview, and he just has that at the beginning. That's cool. And uh, then he's like, yeah, and he said it during the interview. He's like, some people, like, it's crazy the mixed responses he gets. It's either, like, people love me or they think I'm the biggest asshole in the world. And uh, So his intro talks about that, and he's like, I'd rather have somebody be a real asshole than, like, a fake backstabber. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. So, Jody B., cheers to you, my friend. And where can they, where can uh, people listen to that? Po' Boys Podcast. It's at Po' Boy Pod on Twitter. Cool. And uh, I'm sure if you just search Po' Boys Podcast on any of those fucking things you listen on, you'll find it. It's called Deal With It. It's a really good fucking, really good episode. What else? Did what you else? do the, you did the whole episode with them or? Yeah, it's like an hour. Oh, okay, cool. But we were trying to get uh, Skype working. It was a fucking cunt. Skype is a cunt. Yeah. So uh, I just gave my login. 
our login for Skype, and then he got on, and I just called with the, my phone. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, we tried for, like, ever to get it going on. Like, yeah, Skype just... to Skype. I don't know. For some reason, it was really shitty. kept cutting out. And it's been, like, worse ever since they updated it to, like, new Skype. New Skype is awful. Oh, that's what I had on my... Because f- I downloaded it on the smartphone. I downloaded Skype. I, I don't know if that made a difference, like, because it's new on the phone. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the... I figured it would have worked fine. I was trying it at home, and it didn't fucking work. And like I said, once he got in, and he—I think he said his internet's not the greatest, so maybe that was part of it too. And like oh, I know mine at home isn't the greatest, so it was really good, really fucking good. Cool. Um, what else you doing? What else you got going on? Nothing, nothing. I started doing the P90X again. I'll do oh. that for about two weeks What's and that? then fall off because that's usually what I do. P90X is extreme. It's extreme. It's you know, it's you work out for every day, and I half-ass the fuck out of it because I'm weak. Who do you do um, it? Do you do it with your cousin still? Yeah, I do oh, it with yeah. Brandon. Oh, sh- oh my, my cousin God, Brandon. is that the only person you do this with? Yeah, that's the only one. Well, he's Why the is only, he the one that's Because like... he's the only one that will stick to it. Back in the day, I tried oh, doing it with the old Bobby BL, Lowen and it, that was just awful. And I remember that kid, uh, BL, got really pissed off I remember when day. I threw a frozen orange at him. And I was <laughs> that was temple. awesome. That was the best fucking night of my life. I'll... I was like, watch this. I'm with Hollywood Christian, and I'm like, check this out. I froze this... Apple, uh, orange like yesterday and uh, I just wound up and I fucking pitched it as hard as I could and it was like I don't know how he didn't feel the air against him it would have killed him it would have fucking killed Dude, him one day like when you're working out with people that that's funny but <laughs> that is funny <laughs> but when you're working you're... out with people like sometimes you watch their form and you try to correct no, you them don't and watch I remember, your ass not another I, guy well it would be how you do but I remember working out with this kid Fuck. and like just telling him something simple like, hey man, just, you know, like straighten up a little bit and just started freaking out on me like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you look sh- goofy as fuck when you're working out. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to help you. And if I look goofy, then tell me so that he I'm was, doing the right uh, thing. a fucking wacko. He would just, yeah. just like freak out at like nothing and he would start like trying to fight. I remember once he like picked me up. And some fucking, he like, picked, up. He picked me up in that. some like uh like fireman carrier or something and i just started choking him his face was like bright red uh buddy uh our buddy jay and uh someone else walked around the corner and saw saw it uh what was the other guy's name he moved to like delaware he used to play football and was like oh, his back hurt he was a cool dude I, yeah I he was remember. friends with jay too and uh and yeah, they, they just, they, they almost fell over. They were laughing so hard because of uh, BL's like bright red face. <laughs> I can't believe he, pe- I can't believe he actually had the strength to Twice. pick you up. And so then after that, I'm like, the next time you do this, I'm going to punch you as hard yeah. as I can in the face. Like, exactly, and he yeah. did it like a few weeks later and I just wow. fucking like five or six taps right in the temple and he puts me down. He's like, that was fucked up. Why'd you do that? And our other buddy, George was there and he said, I was there. He said, he told you if you ever did that again, he was going to do yeah. that. So like, you got exactly what you fucking. And were, were these, these were like aggressive, like he got pissed oh, off get and mad, you, and then oh, okay. he like start grunting and then like get down like pick you up like th- that was cool <laughs> like that was gonna like that was gonna be intimidating or something the only thing was he was like you said you didn't think he was that big but he'd be all wobbly and shit he'd have you up there and he'd be like wobbling back and forth because he's so weak <laughs> and like and there'd be like yeah i'm not fucking falling on the concrete like fuck you dude fuck you wow. like you're not co- so then like after that he starts charging me and oh, I'm like, and like trying to fucking like punch me and shit. So I grabbed like the bill of his hat with like these two fingers <laughs> and the collar of his shirt because he had his head down with with these two fingers and he like couldn't get out. It was like a magical <laughs> kung fu move. He couldn't get out of it. He's going wrong. And then I let go and he come at me and I did it like two or three more times. And so then we went back to work because I was there in a break. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, this fucking dude, he's gonna try to, he's gonna try something. So I went in the back to get my shit and I had my knife. 
I had my knife. I set it as long as it would go. I'm like, if I have to fucking just cut this dude's jugular, I'm going to have yeah. to because he's not going to stop. And he comes up to me, comes in, and I had the knife already, like, in my hand. And he's like, I got to tell you, Rob, that was so much fun. Like, he was, what? I, was like, I would not umbrella that on the fun, <laughs> asshole. Just yeah. get the fuck away from me. Like, that was not fun. It's not like not you fun. were play fighting. Like, he's coming at you aggressively, and you're trying to fucking yeah. keep him off of you. Yeah. Like, that's... No, that's like back the fuck away from me. I'm not play fighting like you're a fucking dog. <laughs> All you have to do is like dip down and like take his hat off to get out of it. I don't know why this was like hilarious. This was like yeah, some like magical fucking move. Boom, boom. The hat know. just like freezes him. That stupid hat. It was male, pa- male pattern baldness underneath it. And is he like missing a front tooth still? Have you seen him lately? I have. Last seen time I saw him, him he's years. missing a front tooth. He's looking like hillbillyish. He's oh, looking man. real. Real gnarly. He never looked good to begin with. I remember one time he he would always wear these dumb jackets, and he had like a brown hoodie with like the hood up. And I'm like, wow, you look like a piece of shit with a face. <laughs> he's just everything. I remember one time I'm talking to uh, my friend Larry and my friend Ray, and we're in the middle of a conversation. He just comes up and starts doing this stupid dance. And I was like, hold on a minute, guys. And I just kicked him in the nuts as hard as I could. I was like... <laughs> Fucking asshole. BL. And then he was mad and then he wanted to hit me. And he's like, I'm going to the office. I'm like, good, go tell him I fucking kicked you in the nuts, motherfucker. They're going to laugh at you. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit. I I don't even know if we should bring it up, but I remember one time you spit on him (laughs) and he wrote wrote like this ridiculous like 10 page essay. It was another time. It was another time. He was mad at me. Or wait, I was mad at him for some bullshit he did. And I was mad because he probably like one of those fucking like where you pick yellow or whatever. So it was just like stay the fuck away from me. And it was always like I had to work twice as hard to fucking carry this dude who did nothing. I remember one night me and my other friend worked like four carts each. Well, he was still on the same box as some shit. So it was like infuriating. So I think it was one of those nights. And he wouldn't fucking stop. And so finally I was like get the fuck away from me, motherfucker. And I just spit on him. (laughs) And... And then he's still trying to talk to me. So I just lost it. I lost it. I yelled at like five or six different people. One of them was a fucking manager. Uh, I'm like, this is it. I'm done. I'm leaving. So wait, so after I you spit on him, he was still trying to like have a conversation with you? Something. I don't even remember. It was a whole bunch of shit. A whole bunch yeah. of shit with this guy. And yeah, yeah, still. Still. So uh, then he wrote like, yeah, like a 10-page essay on like, uh, like a, a book report on me. And, like, turned it into management. And his dad proofread it. His dad, he was such an idiot. He's like, my dad proofread it. Like, Check my such work, dad. Such a tool. Yeah, proofread unemployed cop. His dad was, he was, like, some fucking piece of shit cop. They, like, let off the force. They're going to have a back. No, they're never going to have your dumb dad back. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. What a son of a bitch. What a son of a bitch. What, uh, I want to hear the Kavanaugh beer commercial. All right. Did you see that? I By, did. Uh, yeah, that was Colbert? amazing. Yeah. Oh, all, my God. All the, uh, the two, you posted two of them. Yeah. I can watch them both. They're it's both, the like, bottom. amazing. Why are you going up? Um, oh. yeah, wrong way. Yeah. Here we go. All Kavanaugh right. beer. Beach week. Ralph Club. <laughs> oh, there's an ad, of course. Uh, let me switch. Oh, all the ads playing. That fucking trial is hilarious, though. Yeah, I saw oh it for the God. first time yeah. before the show. What? I didn't fucking click the ad. And then the fucking the fuck? SNL skit, but yeah, it's, it's great. 
I couldn't believe it. All the fucking, yeah, the letters, the fucking... I didn't uh, know he was such a fucking retard. The, um, the, uh, the calendars and shit. Like, oh yeah, my that's God. proof that you didn't yeah. rape a girl? Like, you have a fucking calendar? What the fuck? Just a lying, too. Like, because, like, I never knew that. I didn't, like, watch any of this. And I, I lean a little right, so I, I watched, like, conservatives who are all, like, sticking up for him. And, like, oh, there's no proof. But then I watched. Could. But then I watched the trial of him, like, trying to deny, like, saying... Uh, Devil's Triangle <laughs> is like a drinking game. Like, just be fucking honest Glasses about it. Triangle, be fucking honest. Like, if you're really like a man, because like honestly, he could have just been like, yeah, Devil's Triangle is when two guys fuck a girl. It doesn't mean that I did that to this girl, but you know, yeah, we wanted to try that out at some point. Like, yeah. just fucking man oh, up he's to so it. Don't. Shit. I hate his fucking hair. His douche. Oh my god, hair. it's the worst. <laughs> and with, and this, this is Kavanaugh beer, though. Yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We drank beer. Do you drink beer? Like beer? Still like beer? Drank beer? Then reach for a cold bottle of Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh beer is full-bodied for great drinkability and supreme judgeability. It's the perfect beer for the judge who doesn't want to be judged. No calories, no answers. That's Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. The official beer of the Beach Week Ralph Club. Warning, Kavanaugh beer will give you a hangover that lasts a lifetime appointment. It's the late show. And then the Kavanaugh letter. Is, is that what it's called? Yeah, and, and this Kavanaugh is great, too, because I didn't know. I thought they just made this up, but no. I, this is all real. Like, this, this is an is actual squeak, fucking this morning, a letter. letter from Brett Kavanaugh's path, perhaps a relevant one in light of his comments before the committee. The New York Times releasing this from 1983, where Kavanaugh, in his own writing, describes himself and his friends as loud, obnoxious drunks. <laughs> The Kavanaugh letters. My dearest Squee, <laughs> my heart sings with anticipation as our upcoming Beach Week blowout approaches. Like me, you are a prolific and prodigious puker, and the most ebullient boofer I've had the pleasure to know. How I eagerly await to join you in another Devil's Triangle and form two points of a lustful isosceles. This fall, I begin my days at Yale, where we will party most hearty to the exotic white reggae sounds of UB40. In conclusion, please burn this letter as I one day may wish to be a Supreme Court Justice. Yours, Bart. P.S. I like beer. I love the dances too with some of the trial. Like, I, I worked my buns off. I, I, went to, yeah. I worked my buns off. Like, just, and completely avoiding the question yeah. too. Like, he was asked something and he was just like, I worked. Yeah, I answered that. I worked, that. I worked hard. I puked. Oh, yell. I like Stop beer. Stop questioning me. <laughs> Fuck. He's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> oh, goddamn. What a fucking scumbag. And I love too. I love the Kanye fucking uh, Trump fucking. Oh my god! Like, yeah, we've all said the whole thing. Holy of that. fuck! The iPlane. <laughs> he said like, "Yeah, Apple's gonna make this." And Apple like released a statement like, "We make fucking phones." Yeah, we're not making and watches. A plane we're for not Kanye. making a fucking. He's like, "Yeah, Apple needs to make an i," and it's just all over the place. He, he got to ask a question. He's like, "I don't answer in simple." What was it? I don't know. I don't know what he fucking said. It was just all over the place. What What would even be an iPlane? Like, what? It's, it's gonna be the best. It's gonna replace Air Force One. <laughs> 
It's going to be the best. He needs the best planes. If you don't look good, we don't look good. Yeah. Yeah, he started talking about other dimensions. Oh, and like yeah. And, saying uh, that yeah. he was like somebody else. Like he was Larry. I don't even he know who Larry Hoover out. is. Or, Larry Hoover, yeah. He's the Larry Hoover of another dimension. <laughs> he's, he's, gotta, Hoover he's gotta He's got to jump. <laughs> and then just jumping all over the place, like he'd he'd be ta- he'd be asking about like crime and start talking about ADD, and or I'm he'd like, make, like one good point. He's like, yeah, and then I had ADD, and then I, they thought I was a genius, and now I have sleep deprived, and I'm not <laughs> I'm not even gonna know my son in ten months. Like what? <laughs> and Trump's you just are like just sitting there with his hands folded, like tilting his head, like acting like he's really listening, and you could tell he's Trump's just, just thinking out. about like. And then, yeah. Ralph Club and, and then at the like end the of it, he's like, like, I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. guy's the best. Oh, yeah, he's like, call oh, him like a, a dad. Smart. He's like, I never had a dad. This hat makes me feel like a superhero. Like, you made me a Superman cape. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And then he's the cousin, bro. And, yeah, cousin, bro. Like, and then at the end of it. He's wearing a hat in the fucking Oval Office. Yeah. That, I disrespectful. Mean, there was some uh, bitch that had her feet up on something, like, too. They were, like, making a big deal out about. So why aren't they making a big deal about him having a hat on? Sure. And another thing I retweeted last night, which was hilarious, was uh, one of our later guests had retweeted it, uh, Little Maddie Klopot. Um, it's a picture of him and Pence, Kanye and Pence. And it's, like, how strong of a religious guy Pence is. But Kanye hosted the uh, the porn awards, like, last month. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the last porn awards. Like, yeah, really. Like, you, you have that strong of a religious... <laughs> Fucking stance, motherfucker. I like, just can't believe Trump even uh, fucking let Kanye West in the White House. Oh, like, he what? loved it. They all loved it. Yeah. They yeah, Trump at the end of it tells him he's a smart cookie, and it's like, he didn't make any sense at all. What do you mean he's a smart cookie? I love the one news guy, like the one uh, press guy just staring at him like, what the <laughs> fuck is going, going on? <laughs> fuck. I figured, too, we'll watch real quick before we go to break the... Uh, the Freddie Mercury. Uh, what is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bohemian amazing. Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I saw, I saw, like, I forgot it for last week when we played trailers. I forgot about that one, and I was like, fuck. I love, I love oh. Freddie Mercury. I love Queen. I don't even give a shit if it's fucking two hours of Queen music. I'll just yeah. go see it for that. Which but one do you want But this actor is great, too. I guess play the first one real okay. quick. And then maybe the second one. Yeah, no, I love uh, Re- Remy, I think his name is. Oh, yeah, the guy. Remy, uh, Remy Melik? Yeah. Yep. He pulls it off. Trying to pause it so I can switch, show it to people, and we'll start it over. Yeah, I love he, that the real uh, Queen members were there for it. Like, I like how he did. You see the interview where he's like, yeah, that guy out. He's like, he wants you to really play that drum solo. It's or whatever, whatever. He was talking about the other. Yeah, it was like one of the hardest like things ever done musically. And he's like, they want you to perform this <laughs> yeah. for real. And the guy hid in his trailer for like a whole day, pretty much. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He was. He was the greatest showman. Let's go! They all look like dead on. Yeah, like the biggest what? live show yeah. that they did. Oh, the dude, I remember what it was on. Comes in. Oh, the operatic section, yeah. I remember watching it as a kid. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me. For me. For me. It goes on 
forever, six bloody minutes. I pity your wife if you think six minutes is forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said to play this trailer, the other one didn't have that line. Yeah, I guess play the other one real quick, too. It's the same right. thing. It's a lot of music, but it's a couple different clips from the movie, too. Like, yeah, it just looks so good. So good. It's out on November 1st. Oh, of course it's an ad. I've always just watched, like, just documentaries. Like that. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, but... Yeah, I don't know what the cats was. I don't know if he was really into cats. I don't know. Maybe your cat would have been happier. Owner. Maybe you'll at least have the same ending, Freddy. That's all we can hope I enjoyed for. the show. I also write songs. Our uh, lead singer just quit. Then you'll need someone new. I love the way you move on stage. The whole room belongs to you. Don't you see what you could be? No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening. Do it again. One more. How many more Galileos do you want? <laughs> Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen. <laughs> <laughs> Mark these words. No one will play clean. Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> Love it. Freddy, concerning your private life. What more do you need to know? I make music. I want to give the audience a song that they can perform. What's the lyric? You pulled off like so many different genres, too. Ready, Freddy? Let's do it. Need to slow down, friend. Fuck no. Yeah, just right. need a bit of time. Go out of place, Freddy. But if I don't have time. We're all legends. Not only the genres, but the looks. He had so many different looks, too. Yeah. A real showman. Fuck yeah. Good shit. That was crazy, too. Uh, Remy was saying in that interview that um, the music execs actually told Queen, like, yeah, nobody's ever going to he headbang to your music. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How could you listen to, like, oh one of those God. songs and be like, yeah, this sucks. Even, like, I've, even some of those songs, like, I've heard so many times over the years, I'm sick of it, but hearing them in that trailer, I'm like, fucking, it's, it's great again. Like, yeah. I don't know. And that's one of the first, uh, the first CDs, like, I'd play for my kids when they started listening to music and oh, shit. Wow. They love it. They love those fucking songs. They fucking love that. They, uh, this Weezer, they love Weezer. There's a couple. Like, I won't, I won't play them, like, fucking Rage Against the Machine or anything, or Nirvana even, but yeah. They love Queen, they love uh, Weezer, and uh, a couple other shits, a couple other ones. Like, uh, I think they've listened to Blank, what, what's that one, uh, what was the ska band that was really big for a while? 
Uh, oh, they were awesome. Ah, uh, I can't think of their name. Yeah, I don't even know. The only ska band that comes to mind is Cake, but they weren't. They no, were that's kind not of ska. ska. They were. They considered uh, ska. Did they? Yeah. Did you and them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me, me and Cake considered Cake uh, ska. Where's uh music? Here, I'm just gonna look at my shits real quick because I can't believe I can't think of their name. They, they had so many fucking amazing hits. Uh, shit, shit, shit. I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna get fucking mad. Uh, blah, blah. Mighty Mighty Boston's. Oh, uh, okay. They love the Boston's, so. Well, you've never heard them, have you? No, I haven't. Ah. I have no clue who they are. <laughs> you probably listen to Cake. I probably heard, yeah, I only listened to Cake and, uh. And that's the first yeah, time you heard it. Queen. Yeah, <laughs> that trailer. I never heard Queen before until that trailer. All right, we're going to go on break. We'll be back. Hey, guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. You knew Rick and Morty. We need Drew Drissings. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you got that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always have it. It's up here. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, it's up here. You memorize yeah. it? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Yo, I have every song ever written on the planet Earth memorized. Queen, it's up here. Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. go. Yeah. Galileo. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that needs to be the new Just Sings intro. Just <laughs> <laughs> Sings the hits. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Be careful, Cardi B. Yeah. Be careful. B 
Be careful. Be careful with me. Yeah. Look, I want to get married. Like the Currys. Steph and Aisha? Shit. But we more like Belly, Tommy and Keisha? Shit. Give you TLC. You want to creep and shit? Poured out my whole heart to a piece of shit. Man. I thought you would have learned your lesson. But liking pictures, not returning texts? I guess it's fine, man. I get the message. You still shudder after certain questions. You keep in contact with certain exes. Do you though? Trust me? Nigga, that's cool. Though. Said that you was working. But you're out here chasing Chloe and put us chilling poolside, living two lives. I could have did what you did to me, to you, a few times. But if I did decide to slide, find a nigga, fuck him, suck his dick. You would have been pissed. But that's not my MO. I'm not that type of bitch. And karma, for you, is gonna be who you end up with. Don't make me sick, nigga. The only man, baby, I adore. I gave you everything. What's mine is yours. I want you to live your life, of course. But I hope you get what you're dying for. Be careful with me. Don't you know what you're doing? Who's feeling that you're hurting and bruising? You gotta gain the whole world. But is it worth the girl that you're losing? Be careful with me. Yeah, that's not a threat. It's a warning. Be careful with me. Yeah, my heart is like a package with a fragile label on it. Be careful with me. Care for me. Care for me. Always said that you'd be there for me. There for me. Boy, you better treat me carefully. Carefully. Look, I was here before all of this. Guess you acting out now? You got an audience? Tell me where your mind is. Drop a pin. What's the coordinates? You might have a fortune, but you lose me. You still gonna be misfortunate, nigga. Tell me? This love got you this fucked up in the head? You want some random bitch up in your bed? She don't even know your middle name. Watch her, cause she might steal your chain. You don't want someone who loves you inside, instead. <laughs> I guess not, though. It's blatant disrespect. You nothing like the nigga I met. Talk to me crazy. And you quick to forget. You even got me tripping. You got me looking in the mirror different. Thinking I'm flawed because you inconsistent. Between a rock and a hard place, that mud and the dirt. It's gonna hurt me to hate you, but loving your worse. It all stops so abrupt. We start switching it up. Teach me to be like you, so I cannot give a fuck. Free freedom mess with someone else. I wish these feelings could melt. Cause you don't care about a thing, except you motherfucking self. You make me sick, nigga. The only man, baby, I adore. I gave you everything. What's mine is yours. I want you to live your life, of course. But I hope you get what you're dying for. Because with me, do you know what you're doing? Whose feelings that you're hurting and bruising? You're gonna gain the whole world. But is it worth the girl that you're losing? Be careful with me. Yeah. That's not a threat. It's a warning. Be careful with me. 
Yeah. My heart is like a package with a fragile label on it. Be careful with me. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that nigger. That was... <laughs> that was a lot of feelings in that. I don't yeah. know if you said it hurt. Some girl, some guy hurt the, hurt the dredge. Yo, I ain't gay. Well, I didn't. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not arguing. You said it last week. <laughs> I saw it in, in too many rapes. Yo, that ain't real. I just do that for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder said, oh my god. <laughs> she said she can't with that dress. <laughs> oh, fuck. That song's bad, but the the one she does with, uh, fucking, oh, what's that dude? Shamroon 5 is even worse. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Got too many rapes? I do. Like Slambo got it or? No, I got it, got it. I don't <clears throat> have it two hours later like Slambo. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Hot tub shit machine. <clears throat> too many rapes. Lost in rapes, hot tub shit machine. Where is the playlist? Too many. Alright. <clears throat> Got to clear out the fucking pipes. Got to lay with the cat, the pups, and uh, drink some Hennessy. You got my Hennessy? I don't have your Hennessy. We're Where sad cat. It? He went outside. <laughs> oh. He, did. Uh, he needs a drink. He does. He needs some Hennessy. Ready? Yes. Captain Tube Steaks, what is the meaning of this? Did you have an accident in the hot tub? Uh, no, sexy. I haven't shit in the hot tub since we were back on Earth. It must have been someone else, but who the fuck has access to my private chambers? Hold on. Let me check the surveillance systems. Ooh. It was that stupid fucking monkey Brian's in love with. He busted the lock panel to your private quarters. This is unacceptable, baby. No one shits in my hot tub except me. Where the fuck is Greaser right now? I sent all those assholes to an abandoned amusement park, Planet, on the outskirts of Kepler-16 for the next crystal. Maybe he won't make it back, sexy. <laughs> that, that would be sweet, baby, but if he dies down there... I won't be able to make him clean it when he gets back up. Now turn on the light, turn down the lights, and turn on some sexy music. I'm gonna fiddle around in your mainframe. Aye, aye, Captain. Lost in rapes. After decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Gerbils up into a UFO. 
hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are Lost in Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. As the Rapeful Shuttle touches down on the abandoned amusement park planet, Phantom Bona starts having a meltdown. Yo, yo, yo. This place isn't cool at all. One time, my parents left me at the circus when I was 19, and I got fingered by a clown. Yeah. <laughs> cool story, Phantom Boner. Can you rap, rap about it, bro? Yeah. Ha ha ha. Funny. Ha ha ha. No, motherfucker. I wanted a balloon animal. And you stuck a finger in my ass. That's fucking weird and fucking scary. And I fucking hated it. All I wanted was a balloon animal. And you went, ha ha, ha ha, and stuck a finger in my asshole. What the fuck, man? I thought you were a clown. You were supposed to be cool and funny and give me a balloon animal, not a finger in the asshole. Ha ha, ha ha, funny ha ha. Yeah. Ooh, that's terrible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, song terrible. Just find Crystal with Ghostcock. You know, I didn't like you at first, Greaser. But you're really starting to grow on me. If you ever need a deep anal cleaning, just let me know. Fuck you, Gerbil. You bite me in cock last week. Ah, <laughs> oh, you'll get over it, mate. I was just following orders. Guys, can we just stop bickering and find the crystal already? This place is creepy. And I just got a text that Frankie needs his hot tub cleaned. The spaceship gave me this mobile power source to get the park running again so we can use the rides to get around. Brian uses the mobile power source and the theme park comes to life. All around them, creepy anima bots start dancing and singing stupid theme park songs. It's almost worse than the Drizz song, but we all know nothing's that bad. They board the monorail train and head towards the center of the park, and at the end of the line, they all get out. It's gotta be around here somewhere. Check out the, the tent in Phantom Boner's spandex, guys. You're right, Doctor. It's throbbing like crazy. It's gotta be in this warehouse. As Brian opened the rusty warehouse door, they all got the surprise of a lifetime. Inside, countless corpses of what appeared to be the theme park planet's crew were strewn everywhere. In the middle of the room stood the crystal. Doc, what do you think happened here? How, how the fuck would I know, you asshole? I'm just a guy who rapes guys in coma. As Daxter flipped the breaker to turn the lights on, the crystal started glowing and the corpse came to life. As he tried to flip it back off, the handle broke off. They were in some serious shit now. Yo, 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 this is fucked up. These fucking zombies better not finger me. Yeah. I know how to handle this, Driz. Zombie gets stuck in monkey shit. 
And with that, the greaser started shitting furiously all over the floor. He flung piles of feces everywhere, and in no time, all the zombies were stuck in the shit, and the team raped most of them. When they were finished, they grabbed the crystal, went back to the shuttle, and reported to Captain Tubestakes. Uh, good job finding the crystal, Phantom Boner. If you keep this up, you'll get promoted in no time. But I thought I would be the first one to get promoted, Frankie. Uh, fuck you, you junkie. You and your piece of shit gorilla are gonna clean up my hot tub and make sure that it's spotless. The next time this happens, I'm gonna throw you both out in airlock. That, that's too many rapes. I just want to let it be known, Rob, you got one fucked up brain, man. I just... just... That's all I'm going to say. All right. <clears throat> if you ever need a deep handle cleaning, just let me know. I fucking love this story. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely like my favorite season of Too Many Rapes. Like Ooh. this, the writing is really, really good this Lots season. Of rapes. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, it probably gives them a sci-fi junkie. So yeah. I, I love it. It's very uh, descriptive and colorful, and you're Ooh. mixing genres. I like the, the zombies yeah. showing I'm up. I'm mixing sexes. And uh, uh, clowns. Trannies. And... I forgot the tranny planet. <laughs> you know? I did. I got to write that down, because that was supposed to be this week. I also want an Amish planet. I'm going to try to get an Amish Ooh. comic. Oh, that's cool. To be uh, Amish. <laughs> Amish on the yeah, Amish planet. On the planet. Amish planet, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Or he's got to be the only non-Amish on the Amish planet. And he doesn't like the Amish? Yes. He's like, like, he's like a protester. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to get us <laughs> fucked up. Like on the side. Mm. All right. I guess it's almost break time. Break time. Uh, uh. What are we doing? Here we go. We'll be back with Drizzle News and mm. Celebrity News. The Driz is fucking hey, angry. Rider. What? I said the Driz is angry what? today's episode. I don't know, but like everything just seems like real angry and quick, and I don't know what's wrong with him. He got finger back. <laughs> I guess <down>. so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is the issue. It's Halloween. Yeah, that brings it out. We'll be back. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time? You had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock. Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker 
of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, this is Hank Hill. You're watching the Rob and Slim Show, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, oh. Fizzle news music. Uh, go down. There's a lot. There is a lot. I like, uh, let's see. Texas. Yeah, Texas. Texas. Okay. Toddler, uh. Um, American suspect, select suspect, and go up maybe and Pennsylvania. Okay, Pennsylvania. All right, so Texas suspect. Here we go. Ah. Texas shooting four dead, one injured at Toddler's birthday party for the win. Yeah, yeah, it's an awesome party. Toddler Bunga, authorities in Texas have arrested one man and are searching for his father in a fatal shooting of four people. A 62-year-old man, well, he's already old, and his three grandsons in their 20s at a Toddler's birthday party. Yeah. Y'all, the best shootouts are at Toddler's birthday parties. Have you ever drizzled out of Thomas birthday party Yeah, well, of course. Police responded to reports of a shooting at a one-year-old's birthday party in Taft, north of Corpus Christi, and arrived around 5.15 p.m. Saturday, 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 to find four men dead in the backyard of a house. Yeah, who gave that baby a gun? Who let the dogs out? Yeah, Witnesses told the investigators the shooting began with an argument. As most shootings would, I would believe, yeah. over something real small and it escalated real quick to where guns were involved, Brantley said. Children attending the party were mostly inside the house because they were lazy, spoiled kids, right, Trez? Yeah, yeah, of course. You make those kids go outside and play in a gunfire, right, Trez? Yeah. Juan Esposiza, Junior, 43. That doesn't sound like a junior. That's a little old for junior, right, Trez? Yeah, that's a lot of way too old. DL demands son and father. To the three younger men was airlifted to the hospital in Corpus Christi, Bramley said. He is in critical condition, but is expected to survive for the win. Yo, I'm not into younger men. I don't know why you keep saying that. Bramley investigated identified the suspects as Ronnie Rodriguez Jr., 20, who was in custody 
at his father, Ronnie Rodriguez Sr. That's a lot of Ronnie's. That's a lot of Ronnie Rodriguez's. And he's still large. He's a large yeah. man, Ronnie Rodriguez Sr. Yeah. He's got to be bigger than a junior, right, Tris? Yeah, I would think. That's yeah. just math. The younger Rodriguez was arrested in his home and tapped and is now being held in San Patrico County Jail, Brandley said. Hey, he said no charges have been filed yet. He didn't, uh, he didn't know if Ronnie Rodriguez Jr. had a lawyer. Yeah. Does Ronnie even know? Yeah, yeah, they got a lawyer. It's Ronnie Rodriguez the middle. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one that made good on the Rodriguez name. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, there's a lot of Ronnie Rodriguez. <laughs> Motherfucker. <clears throat> Suspect tries to carjack KPRC 2 news crew and steals patrol car for the win. Yeah. Houston, police are searching for a suspect who, they say, attempted a carjack. A TV news crew and assaulted a police officer in downtown early Monday. Houston police say around 5 a.m. the suspect crashed a Chevrolet Malibu into KPRC's news van and Shartis. Shartis, you ever shart, Grizz? Yo, I always shart. I got the best shart. And Chargers and Texas. Is that two different states? I've never heard of Chargers. Yeah, you never been the sharpest. He then attempted to pull the driver out of the news vehicle, but was unsuccessful. You can't pull the news guy, can uh, you, Chris? Now you fucking can't. You can easily steal a police car, but not a fucking news van. Police say HPD prisoner. Transport saw the collision and stopped. Just check what was happening. That is what happened when the suspect assaulted a female officer. Driving and transport took her vehicle for the win. He got the yeah. cop car, but he couldn't get the news car, right, Drew? Yeah, that's because there was a female driving the cop car. There was a yeah. juvenile suspected in HPD transport at the time of the carjacking. He was later found two blocks away down the street. That's a juvenile's dude, right, Drew? They run. Yeah, they only run like two they blocks. They only run two blocks. They can't run farther than that. Yeah. The suspect is still missing. But the patrol vehicle was later found in an old Spanish trail. What about the new Spanish trail? Yeah, that's trail? racist. That is racist for the win. A description of the suspect has not been released. Both the news crew and the female officer were transported for the win to a local hospital being checked out. You ever checked out a local hospital, Driz? Once in a while, I check out local hospitals. You ever Driz at the food court? Yeah, of course. Yeah, what else do you dress? Is that one of your uh, Halloween promotions, Driz? Driz at the food food court. Yeah. You're a real son of a bitch. You ever Driz any white ghost juice juice at the Driz court? Uh, my my Driz creates white ghost. Yeah. Is it any uh, glow in the dark? Is it what? Glow in the dark. Rolling rock, huh? Glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah of course it glows in the dark. Yeah. I've been subjected to tons of radiation. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Pennsylvania man accused of throwing wife's body in Lake Erie. Found guilty of murder mm. and guilty of a hair. This is ass to go up to his hair, Jess. <laughs> you ever jizz on a hair, hair like that? Yeah. He looks angry. Why was he? Why was he so angry? 
Yeah, I don't know, but... Well, let me read the story and maybe we'll his, find out! His hair is better than that Kavanaugh guy. A Pennsylvania man accused of killing his wife and throwing her body in Lake Erie was found guilty of murder on Friday. Where else are you going to throw the body? That's the best day to be found guilty of murder. Yeah. Prosecutors said Christopher Lecker shot 51-year-old Karen in the head, tied up the body, and attached an anchor for the win. Yo, I saw that shit on a TV show. Karen yeah. Leclerc's body was found near Dundick. New York in July of 2017, one month after she was reported missing for the win. LeClaire was also convicted of abuse of a corpse. What did he do to the corpse, Tris? Yo, he fucking abused it. Evidence yeah. tampering and false reports if the jurors deliberated for an hour and 40 minutes. That's a long time, man. Yo, that should have only took him like two minutes. Yo, this guy's <laughs> fucked up. Let's put him in jail. It doesn't yeah. bring him back. But at least we know she's getting justice yeah. for the win. Yeah, I don't think that's justice. Justice should be served in minutes, not in hours. Defense yeah. lawyer Bruce Sandmeyer argued that Karen Letcher was a bitch. Yeah, I heard that too. Mr. LeClaire is not on trial for his lifestyle, Sandmeyer said, according to GoEerie.com. It is that's where all the Lake Erie news takes place. It is where is whether he shot Karen LeClaire and killed her. It's weather. I don't know. The weather was bad, right, Driz? Yeah. I submit to you evidence that did not show that. There was a period of time where Clarence LeClaire had a period. And that made her guilty of murder. Yeah, that's what I always of say. Of being murdered. If you're bleeding from your vagina, you're guilty. They're crazy, yeah. those women. Yeah. That's why good women don't get the period, right, Driz? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You ever juice on a woman with period juice? Yeah, I like to mix the cum with the period blood. It looks great. I heard that from a man in Dirty Brian once. <laughs> yeah. Celebrity news. Yeah. And gossip. What are you gabbing about? Uh, uh, what's celebrity up? News. Tara. Yeah. Uh, I love the Tara. <laughs> She's fucking nuts. Uh... Slash? Slash? Okay. Well, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What's <laughs> and Ariana. Oh, okay, yeah. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Tara Reid removed from flight, bitched about wrong seat pillow. What is pillow? She pillow? didn't get a pillow? I guess so. Tara Reid uh, flew into a rage on a flight <laughs> shortly terrible. before takeoff. <laughs> yeah, the puns. <laughs> Promoting the captain to toss her and Ooh. her little dog <laughs> off the plane. Dog. What a that captain was giving her and her dog the flight. No, that didn't make any sense. No. <laughs> the incident went down Monday afternoon on Delta Flight 613 from Lex to New York City. Witnesses tell us Tara was pissed and loudly complained about being given the wrong seat. Oh, she was drunk. Probably. She later uh, bitched about not getting a pillow. During the flight, so like, when did they kick her off? Uh, or did she want the pillow right at the beginning? Hmm. Flight attendants tried defusing the situation, but it was too late. Oh, too, too little, little, too late. Too late. Just, they should have just bought her a pillow. 
Yeah. Would have solved the issue. We're told the pilot, after pushing back from the gate, announced he was turning around because of a customer service issue. Uh, so it wasn't Oh, so he really... turned the flight around because of her? <laughs> In the video, you can see Terror being told she had to go. Cops were not called, and Terror complied uh, deplaning with her dog. Terror's side of the story is she thought she had a window seat and was accept- upset that it wasn't the case. Uh, Further, she says she was cramped in her seat she because got a the woman seat. in front of her had reclined. Uh-huh. Delta spokesperson tells, tells us the flight eventually took off for New York City after a short delay. Terror boarded an ah, so she alternate flight. She eventually Watch got a, a pillow on the other flight. Watch the video. <laughs> TMZ. TMZ. I can't hear you over the plane noises. Asking to read the worst footage ever. Yeah. Turn your fucking air vent off. I can't do that for the whole one minute. Yeah, that's all it is. What's your next? She is known for being like, is it an alcoholic or just like a a drunk or a. Pill popper. Paradise. That was the show. She would get. She would like talk up a stunt and then be too drunk to do it. She's gonna go like jet skiing, but then she, at the end of at the end of Paradise, she'd be too drunk to do it, so she would never do it. So is it like a whole episode, a whole thirty minutes of her talking about doing something and like then an she hour? Something? Yeah, and then like, wow. I'm not doing that. I'm too drunk. I'm tarried. I got a bad boob job. That's exactly how she sounds too. Yeah, she does. Um, slash bands. Was it what the fuck is her name? Perla, Perla? from uh, their son's show. Their son. She show. said she's going. How can you ban the son's mother? Your son's mother from a show. Yeah. Uh, slash is slamming the door on his ex-wife Perla Furla, <laughs> blocking her from their Perla Furra. Furra. Farah, uh, blocking her from their son's huge Hollywood performance opening for Slash. Oh, so he don't want her in the crowd. <laughs> but it looks like she's totally ignoring the ban. I hope she gets thrown out. <laughs> I don't know, though. Can you ban your son's mother? I don't think you can. Show? Oh, I don't know. I don't think you could just I ban. I guess you Slash. Yeah. You could ban. You just ban whoever you want. Like, Axel. yeah, I don't like them. They're not allowed. Yeah. Uh, sources close to Perlau. Tell TMZ, Perla, Perla, hand sanitizer. Like, all right, uh, sources close to the hand sanitizer. Tell TMZ, the Guns N' Roses rocker banned her from attending the Tuesday night gig at the Hollywood uh, Palladium. Sixteen-year-old London's band, Classless Act, will warm up the crowd before Slash takes the stage. We're told someone from Slash's camp reached out. To Perla, and told her she wouldn't be able to attend. The bad blood between them is nothing new. They just settled a drawn-out, contentious divorce that ended with him having to shell out serious gop, gop, whatever, serious money, I guess. Despite the uh, stay-away notice, Perla said Monday she was planning to be at the show. She said on social media, Can't wait to see my baby boy London. That's his name, London? London open for his father at this historical event tomorrow night. Hashtag <laughs> couldn't be more proud. Unclear if Slash is going to take more drastic steps 
Jurassic. 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 Jurassic steps. It's what Kanye wants to do. I know that's what <laughs> the next story is supposed to be. Um, to keep her out, we've reached out to his camp, but no word back yet. So what is he gonna have? Gotta a couple bouncers it. just throw her out? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> well, like he's not. The crowd's probably gonna be so big that he wouldn't even like see her. Oh, like she'd be front row. Well, yeah, probably. All right, what else we got here? <laughs> um, Ariana Ariana Grande and Pete Davis Davison. I can't talk today. PDA at SNL. Couple was going through the motions before breakup. Oh. Uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson's relationship was crumbling for weeks. And the couple's PDA at SNL over the weekend was the pair holding on for dare life. TMZ broke the story. Ariana was at 30 Rock Saturday night to support her then-fiancé. We're told the two shared plenty of hugs and kisses through the night. And, and looked the opposite of a couple on the verge of a major split-up. What were they fighting over? Yeah, I don't know. Sources close to the couple say there was no big fight. Or f- why is this so a marry story? him? Fallout between SNL and uh, when we he's just too ugly for split. her. Look it at him. Was... He's a fucking yeah, mess. He, he does look like a mess. He looks like a fucking heroin addict. <laughs> uh, our sources say the he looks SNL like PDA. Kelly. <laughs> he does look like a heroin addict. Was that, <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that a, a couple holding on for his? <laughs> Was that of a couple holding on for dear life and desperately trying to make their relationship work. Uh, we're told they'd been trying to repair things for a while, but were essentially just going through the motions without really f- without real feelings anymore. As reported, Pete and Ariana got engaged back in June after only dating for a short period of time. That's why you don't marry somebody after two weeks of dating. That's why you do. That's why- <laughs> I want to see you. What is the Jurassic Park story? I want to see dinosaurs. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) Kanye West tells president of Uganda, this is going to be like Jurassic Park. Is he going to (laughs) change Uganda with dinosaurs? Is he adding dinosaurs? I don't know what he's doing. All I know is that he gave this guy a pair of white sneakers. Um, Is there an iPlane? I hope so. Kanye oh, West has he did. <laughs> Kanye West has b- big He's plans for Uganda. He's speaking all the leaders. He Trump is. and Uganda. This stupid ha- another hat. Except XP- that world. He doesn't wear the MAGA on the other. No, only wears that the in the leaders. White House. Yeah, he knows where to wear the hat. He knows uh, <laughs> how to wear the hat, bro. Kanye West has big pl- Ah, fucking cat just made me unplug my headphones. Um... Kanye West has big plans for Uganda. Dinosaurs for the win. Oh, and I can't hear myself. It's unsettling. Um, <laughs> I wish I could hear you. <laughs> the prehistoric kind inspired by Steven Spielberg. Yee. Yee. Yee and Kim Kardashian Yay. West. Yay. and I Kim Kardashian West. Yay. <laughs> She's got a proper name, but he's just called Yay. Yay and uh, Kim Kardashian West yeah. met with the president of Uganda. Oh, I'm not even going to try that. <laughs> Y'all Ray. <laughs> Y'all Ray K. K- M- 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 <laughs> <laughs> One day toward their trip to Africa. 
Uh, they chatted about tourism in Africa, and it seems checking out a safari left a huge impression on Kanye. Because he's got plans... <laughs> he's got plans to turn part of Uganda into Jurassic Park. His world <laughs> I hope he did that during the interview. <laughs> during the press conference. Why does everyone look so frumpy? Yeah. Is that what you do when you go to Uganda? You dress down? Yeah, I guess so. Frumpy is. Yeah, they look terrible. I'd look. like to see her legs on his top. <laughs> Kanye also made a stunning revelation when the topic of their kids came up. Yeah, he, he forgot omitted... his kid. He said that in, in Trump's interview. Oh, okay, yeah. He admitted wanting seven kids with Kim. Whoa! You gotta I don't think that ass could handle all those kids. Yeah. You can't have a butt baby, right, Tris? Yeah, you can always have a butt baby. Yeah. Good. Um, you got to check out her reaction. Before you Sorry, wreck out her reaction, me. right? <laughs> yes. The president earlier in the day tweeted, I welcome American entertainment stars Kanye West and at Kim Kardashian to Uganda. And dinosaur. <laughs> I held fruitful discussion with the duo on how to promote Uganda's tourism and the arts. With dinosaur. The Preds went on. I thank Kanye for the gift of... White sneakers. And dinosaur egg. <laughs> and dinosaur. Enjoy your time in U Uganda. Me sit on dinosaur <laughs> egg and hatch. It's the true, true pearl of Africa. Um, <laughs> this meeting, of course, comes on the heels of Kanye's meeting in the Oval with President Trump, where the American pres also scored a pair of... What are they called? Yenzies? Yeezys? Yeezys? That's like, is that Kanye West's... He tried giving it to Trump. Trump didn't want him, so now the president of Uganda has a pair of Yeezys. Yeah. Here's the Yeezys I was going to give Trump. He didn't want them. Here's the Yeezys he didn't want. Kanye is in Africa working on his next album. Big Sean's there, too. Big Dinos. That's his next album. Big Dinos. They'll be producing music and shooting some videos during the trip. And while it seems like strictly business for ye, he's brought... Who the fuck calls him that? You he's do. Brought, you just so. call him fucking five times. <laughs> he's brought person. North and Kim along for the trip, too. All right. When was it originally published? Originally published 10-15-2018, 6.54 a.m. PDT. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I think it's break time. We'll be back. With less fucking celebrity music <laughs> Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909.
Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, it's Larry. How are you doing? Larry, great. How are you doing, brother? Good. Hey, I didn't want to interrupt in the middle of that Eminem song. <laughs> no, no worries, dude. Just sitting back down. Larry from Drinks with Larry. The, the one and only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what's up, dude? Nothing. What's going on with you guys? Thanks for having me on. No problem, dude. Thanks for coming on. How long have you been doing the show? Uh, we've been doing the show for about uh, a little over a year now, actually. Cool, cool. I, I thought it was longer. That, that's crazy. Crazy. No, we're just super professional and super good, so it seems longer. That's all. You guys are. You guys are. I've listened to <laughs> a bunch of them. What, um, how did you meet your co-hosts? Oh, the co-hosts? Yeah, I grew up with them, actually. So I've unfortunately known them for 15 to 16 years. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And I decided to spend the rest of my life dealing with them, apparently. So it's great. It's so awesome. you're stuck. You got married to them, bro. What? <laughs> Basically, yeah. How do you uh, describe your show? Because on your Twitter profile, it says like a lot of sci-fi stuff, like Star Wars and all. But listen to the show; it's more like comedy. Yeah, it, we we started off as kind of a try to be a nerd themed show, and we were kind of going that route with comics and Star Wars and all that fun stuff. But it's turned into as it's grown and gone down the road, we've got more guests on doing more comedy spots, get more comedians on, um, having other guests on like wrestlers and UFC guys and stuff. And, uh, and the guy that you introduced us to Frankie. So thank oh, you for that. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love that you guys had him on. I love, I love that he gave out his like directions to his home. Oh, wow. oh, Frankie. Yeah. He, he actually has, he's become such a great guy that he's coming on again, like for the third time this year. And um, he's great. been giving us shout outs on other podcasts, which is awesome. Oh. So I'm really happy about that. He better be giving me shout outs. <laughs> yeah, he should be, yeah. <laughs> no, he but is. Yeah, no, Frank is a good guy. He is great. I, I loved I, I heard the first one you guys had him on. It was so good. So good. Larry, have you heard oh, of yeah, him? Now, be- yeah. Had you heard Go of ahead. him before uh, Before Rob introduced you to him? Did you Have you ever heard of him before or no? I saw his YouTube videos, obviously. Yeah. And then. You know, I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, well, who's this guy? And then you, and then I saw you guys interviewed him and I was like, oh, they know Frankie. I got to get Frankie on. So <laughs> I reached out to Rob and then you guys were like, oh yeah, you can absolutely have him. I was yes. like, awesome. Oh yeah. No, I love it. I, I love that he's doing the rounds. I think he's been on, um, who's right. He's been on the who's right podcast. I don't know if they've, uh, come back since D- Doug had his house, uh, destroyed in that hurricane. But, um, I, I, I know, I know. And I know he does bass guy. He does a lot of shows. He does a lot of cool shows. He's a great guy. Yeah, Frankie guy. gets around, yeah. yeah. He does, and he's a master of promotion, man. He definitely gets his plugs oh, in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Larry, Absolutely. 
on your show. Do you guys do you guys drink? Uh, yeah, we do drink. Uh, we actually just had a we just had a Mad Dog taste test the other day, and that was uh, that was kind of interesting because Mad Dog now has different flavors of Mad Dog, and it comes in tall boys. So if you're looking for get your malt liquor fix, it comes in aluminum cans now. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask what Mad Dog is. I thought that was more like a liquor. Uh, yeah, it's a malt liquor, and uh, some uh, company out of New York sent us a uh, taste testing kit, so we tried it on the show, and uh, everybody's been drinking it, and it's like gasoline, so great. <laughs> nice. Have you ever uh, been yeah. told you drink too much? Because we had a, a certain intern, after he left the show, he's like, they drink too much. <laughs> oh, he told you guys you drink too much. He oh, told yeah. well, someone we else. To, we technically had to stop drinking on the show, but, you know. <laughs> Are you guys pregame? Uh, well, it's it's more of a pregame or after because if we we found that if we drank on the show, nothing got done and it just turned into a mess. So we had to kind of keep it, you know, almost like a job. Unfortunately, Slim's not drinking anymore. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, no, just I don't know why I just stopped. I'm drinking a beer right now because I because <laughs> I have a caffeine headache and I'm like I know what I could do to fix my caffeine headache. I'll drink beer. Yeah, you fix it with something else, obviously. Smoke some pills, Slim. Let's smoke some pills. Exactly. Some bus pills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoke some pills. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, besides uh, Frankie, who's been one of your favorite guests you've had on, Larry? Uh, well, we actually had Ken Shamrock on just recently. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we had Ken Shamrock come on, and then we had Buff Bagwell come on a couple months ago, and those two have been pretty good. Cool. Um. I was shocked to get him, obviously. I didn't even think they'd say yes, but they did. Yeah. What was your interview um, with Shamrock like? Because I think the last one I heard him on was an Opie and Anthony interview years ago, and he was just, like, kind of broken at that point. Like, I think he had dealt with um, addiction and all. He just sounded, like, really sad. Oh, yeah, no, this one, it was a lot of fun, actually. He he was actually at his, his grandkids' softball game for half the interview, which was kind of funny. What? And then uh, the rest of the interview, he was basically in his driveway at his house but he was bit, he made fun of us he was joking around with us it was a great time it was, cool. he was uh he was very he was talking about his new business venture and uh basically just talking about how he'd still jump in the ring and break people's legs like a maniac dude like, he's, yep, he's done it all yeah. fucking uh olympic gold medalist uh wwe and uh ufc man he's done it all yeah the only thing he's mad about, the thing he regrets the most is he did, he hasn't got the heavyweight title in uh, WWE, so he wants to get back in WWE. So. But he told us some great stories about the behind the scenes with The Rock and Mankind and all this stuff. So it was it was oh, pretty cool. That's so cool. I, I loved him. I loved that. Like, I don't know. I used to watch and I used to love the guys that everyone hated. And then, like, within a few weeks, all my friends loved them, too. Like, I loved him. I loved Shamrock so much. He's scary. Even talking on the phone, we kept telling him, we're like, you're terrifying. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, you're, you're absolutely terrifying to talk to on the phone, sir. Like, he's just. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's like, yeah, 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 because he's heard that probably all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he was he was basically talking. Like, we're like, how many legs have you broken? He goes, in a row. And we're like, I guess, yeah, in a row, sir. How many have you broken in a row? And he said, three. We're like, what? three. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, in the between him and then between him and it's totally different. Then we had Buff Bagwell on, and he was a great guest, but he had all these great stories about the WWF back then, back in the day. So it was, it was a great to hear. They were kind of in at the same time, so it was it was good to hear both sides of it. But yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, nice. Did any did any of them uh, talk about Vince? 
Oh yeah, no. When they talk about Vince, they talk about Vince. They love Vince. Everybody, okay. nobody badmouths Vince. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Was they gonna all want to come back. Nobody <laughs> wants. Nobody badmouths them. Yeah, they all want to come back. <laughs> do you know who would the next? Do you guys do interviews every week, Larry? Like, do you know who your next interview is gonna be? I don't want to ask you to tell us, but do you know? Oh no, we yeah. I tr- next week, I, I'm not sure who we've got next week, but I know in a couple weeks we've got a comedian coming on, Amy Lyle, and she's basically like the next Tina Fey. So if you haven't checked her out. She's got a couple books out, and she's coming. She's calling in. Cool. Um, and then after that, we got Frankie coming back. Obviously, we got him um, on uh, Halloween. Then, oh, that's awesome. Who? We got him on Halloween. We got Frankie coming on. Oh, nice! That'll be a great episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'll look forward to that one. <laughs> yeah, no, we but we have uh, we have other podcasts on. Like, I want to get you guys on. Obviously, we have like Married AF comes on quite a bit. Um, they're a lot of fun. They're a great podcast to have on. Who? Oh, married as fuck. Yeah, we just had them on. I think last week. Yeah, right, yep. Slim. Last yeah, week, yeah they, they were. They're, awesome. they're yeah. amazing people. Um, I love that uh, you guys. I don't know who the female on your show is, but she has the mansplaining bell. Like I just, I have the bell. Oh. So whenever any of you guys mansplain <laughs> to her, she just rings a bell. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, we we want to be a progressive podcast. So we got her. Uh, one of our patrons actually bought her a bell. So every time a guy talks over her, she rings a bell. So it's kind of <laughs> kind of a new thing we're bringing. So. Like, I feel like Slim would just be ringing that the whole show <laughs> if he had one, if she had one. <laughs> yeah, the episode coming out this week, we had to take the bell away from one of the other guests, so it got kind of, yeah. Oh, it does. It was a lot of ringing. Guests, guests reach in for the bell. I know that. I've, I've had it happen. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. We've had a few. Like, yeah, no, you just, you got to get a bell sometimes. You, you, you grab it. <laughs> I was going to ask you, it Larry. Through, it cuts through the cheddar nut. It does. It does. Um... I know you said you've uh, gotten away from like sci-fi stuff, but what is as a Star Wars fan? What is your favorite movie of all time? Of all time? Mm. Oh man, I know you're probably expecting me to say Empire Strikes Back. I'm saying Rogue One, dude. I pro- oh yeah, Rogue One was good. So good. Um, I I would I would basically say out of all of them, I would prop. I actually I, I hate to say, it, but I kind of like A New Hope. Um, wow. And then I like the original trilogy pretty much. I, I like all of them, but it's uh, if I have to watch any of them, I'd go back to the original trilogy. Yeah. I don't know how old you are, Larry, but when I was a kid, um, before, like, Surround Sound was big and all, I remember there'd be, like, you know, UPN 9 playing the movie, and a radio station would have, would have the audio at the same time, so you could play it on, like, you know, your component uh, stereo at the same time and hear it all around the house. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm pre-internet, so don't worry. I know okay. what you're talking about. Yeah, we're analog. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. we're that generation that got we got screwed. We got born right in the middle of no internet and internet. So yeah, <laughs> our childhoods were no fun. So I actually think uh, Return of the Jedi was always my favorite one, and that's like an unpopular opinion, but I love Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah I do. I love I love the I loved all of them. I think like the second one, no. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. My favorite. Jedi was the one with the Ewoks. Well, yeah, Empire. Yeah, with the Ewoks. A lot of people don't like Jedi, but I love that. Yeah, they were all good. All good. Yeah, no, Jedi. Jedi was a great one. The the whole scene with Luke and and Vader on the on Endor. When the I mean, if you really want me to go down a rabbit hole, but you know, I thought that was one of one scene that was really spoke to me as a child. Yeah. (laughs) And what uh, do you play video games, Larry? I play video games. I play board games. Yes, I'm an Xbox guy. I was gonna ask Xbox or uh, PlayStation. I'm still on PS3. I still haven't jumped. <laughs> I'm waiting for PS5. I'm waiting for the next one. Though. 
Yeah, hold on, hold on, just keep holding on. It's coming. I'm a Nintendo no, guy. I'm like, I, got... I like that. Oh, do you have a Switch? Yeah, I got a Switch. I yep. got the Switch for my kids. Yeah, that I got was the last thing I grabbed. Yeah, I got a Switch too, and I had to buy a Switch for my son because we were basically fighting over it. So I just figured I'll buy you a Switch too. So now we both have one. Cool, cool. Well, that's what I did. Like I said, I, I'm still on the PS3, but like. My kids come first, man, and they they hadn't had a system since the Wii, so I'm like, I got to The Switch looks so cool. I'm like, I got to get him that. I got to get. Oh, that. it's perfect for him. Yeah, it's cool, and still like, one could play the Wii because they still play all those games, and one could play the Switch. Like, it's great mm-hmm. for that. Um, yeah, and all they play is Fortnite. That's all they want to do. <laughs> That's my middle son, man. He's. I was going to say, are, are they into the Fortnite? William is, yeah, okay. and Ewan doesn't like it. And I don't think Levi does, but yeah, William is all about Fortnite. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, as long as not all of them are, because then you know my kids are, and they do all the dances and the everything. It's obsessive. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was surprised my younger uh, cousins are like thirteen and fourteen. They don't like Fortnite. I forget what their reasoning was, but they're like, "Yeah, that game sucks." They're wow. like not into it. They're big like Skyrim fans. That's what my oldest like, said. He's like, "Yeah, I hate that game, Daddy." Yeah, but yeah, like my middle oh, son's well, all Skyrim's about... way better than that. So mm. yeah. Larry, are you also a comedian? I am a comedian, yes. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, it's actually been a little, almost three years now. Cool, cool. And what, what is your act like? Uh, well, my act is pretty self-deprecating. So it's kind of uh, easy for me to do. Cool. Uh, but I I just been, I, yeah, just pretty much my telling stories about my kids and my girlfriend and, you know. Yeah. So, uh. That's cool. Yeah, That's the best stuff. Don't always go right. So. When, when it's when it's stories from your real life, it can't be can't be duplicated. That's the best stuff. Yeah, no, and kids obviously. If you guys have kids, you know that they uh, they provide usually the best entertainment. They do. They got some, and <laughs> they got some crazy shit. How old are your kids? Uh, eight and nine, I think. Yeah, eight and nine. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we went out <clears throat> to uh, Burger King one year. Uh, Slim. Me and my sons and the intern that said I drank too much. <laughs> um, but they were we had the Burger King crowns and like my middle son was putting it on people, you know, was putting on my older son. I think he put it on Slim. But then I, there was an old guy behind us and I pointed to him. And I guess he took that on himself to just turn around and scream at the guy. Hey, old man, what are you eating for your fat lunch? And I was like, I, I was cracking up on the inside, but I was like, William, you say, sir, say you're sorry. Like, <laughs> but oh yeah, my it's God. Those situations. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> it's those, it's those situations, man. And then like, I think afterwards we were outside and he proceeded to go on a like a 20 minute rant of all these jokes and all this like crazy like stuff. And it was so funny, so much fun. Yeah, usually, usually the, that's where the, my best material comes from, or um, me totally embarrassing myself in front of my girlfriend. So that's usually where ninety nine percent of my stuff comes from. Cool, cool. But it works. It's relatable. So. <laughs> Who I want to ask you too the bumper sticker. You guys were talking about a bumper sticker last week on your show, and it said about people burning in hell. I think right. Oh the, no, we were talking about the billboard. Oh, it's a billboard? Yeah, what does it say? Yeah, we live in Ohio. Yeah, we live in Ohio, so if you drive down to southern Ohio, you can kind of run into Bible country real quick. And one Ooh. of the billboards says you're going to – hell is real, and that's where you're going to go or something like that. Yeah. What? Because, you know. Just a billboard telling yeah, you, you you're a piece of shit. Right? 
Yeah, yeah we're in Jersey, but yeah. I, I don't know if I saw it on TV. I, I got a number on my phone uh, weeks ago. I can't remember, like I said, if it was a commercial or if it was a billboard, but it said, are you going to heaven or hell? And I had a phone number. And I've been saving it to, like, call on the show. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. Yeah, you guys definitely should call it. That'd be a great number to call, actually. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, like, does it give you... where I'm going. Yeah, I, I, yeah, does I, it I, give you a quiz, or does it just, like... No, by your phone number. On a where scale you're of one yeah. to ten, from a smiley face to a franny face, how do you feel about hell? Yeah, how many sins have you committed this week, sir? <laughs> I figure it just judges you by your area code. Yeah, it's like I, yeah, that area code, <laughs> you're going to hell. You're a sodomite. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, no, that's that was uh, living because you guys are out in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you guys don't have too many Bible thumpers out there, do you? Mm, uh, we, we're in South Jersey, so you get a mix. You get a yeah. mix. In this town, where we are right now, there's a lot. There's a decent amount of churches and a lot of... There's a lot of racists a lot out of, here, Larry. A lot of oh, yeah, yeah. Racists. Well, there's a lot of racists everywhere, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love, too, Larry, I love some of your titles uh, on your shows. One of my favorites was uh, Our Mutant Powers. Our mutant power is sadness. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was our X Men episode where we where we kept talking about what mutant powers we had, and we kept figuring out that we would just be total losers and not know how to use them. So, yeah, that's where that came from. <laughs> that is, that's... like I said, we've we've all known each other for so long that we, if you listen to the show, um, you can kind of tell there's really no holding back on comments, and we all know each other really, really well, so we know what to say and how to hurt each other pretty well. So, <laughs> oh, that's where that there, comes from. Has there ever been a fight on the show? Oh yeah, there was a fight uh, just a couple episodes ago. I gotta hear. I gotta hear. It was that over. Now. I think it was the UFC episode. There was a. I think there was a small fight, and then there was a couple other episodes. There's been fights that have broken out on the show, but you know we try to keep it as civil as possible. But yeah, yeah it's like a. It's like a relationship. You know, yeah. things are gonna bubble up. We had that early on. I think I threw a chair. Not on the show, but <laughs> you I threw a chair at him. Because <laughs> we used to work together. But, I, other, but like, I deserved un... it. So, <laughs> yeah, let's just be clear. Yeah. I, I was a cunt. Give I did deserve it. So He wouldn't get bare bottom spanked. And that yeah. was what. And then it just made me mad, and I threw a chair. Well, it, I don't think it was so much that I refused to do the bit, but I insulted you. Like, I called yeah. you a hack, I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> Which yeah. is shitty. Like, back then, I was very critical. And I think I would, like, kind of insult you a lot back then because I was a cunt. I don't know. And that's what I did. Like, I would kind of, like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But, yeah, I, I do remember, like, calling you a hack or saying your bit was hacky. I, yeah. And I think I've done it. I think I did it, like, three or four times. I don't think it was just that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you admitted you said it. That's oh, good. yeah, yeah. Give me That's a chair. Thing. You're growing. Chair. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. I remember I apologized to somebody else. I was like, I'm sorry if the chair came close to you, but I meant <laughs> to hit swim with it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think you ever told me that. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, Larry, see what you've done to us? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I was hoping maybe you guys would have a moment there where you started admitting what you really wanted to talk about that you don't talk about behind the scenes. That's no, what I, was for. I, I, don't I, think I did. Anything nowadays that like. So what's funny about that is I did have a dream last night that we got in a fight. You you got pissed off about something that I did, and it was something that 
it was shitty whatever it was i did i just remember i was like being a cunt and you were like <laughs> fuck you and then it, like my dream just went into this whole thing of how we just weren't talking and i've had weird dreams about yeah. the show i had once where uh our, our intern he's off right now but he comes in every few months of a year and uh for some reason we had a guest on and I told him to take a picture of us and I gave him my digital camera and he started spitting on it. <laughs> and uh he started spitting on it? Yeah, he just started spitting like loogies on my camera and I'm like, bro, that's my camera. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop, so I just slapped something off a shelf and that's it. That's all <laughs> that's all I did. And then there was a couple times like I had I've had dreams where like we were we're here but we don't like we're supposed to be doing the show but we're not. It's weird. It's a weird dream. Mm. It's like Interesting. Oh, that was the dream. That's why you were pissed off at me because, like, I just decided I wasn't gonna do a show. Like on Wednesday, I was just like, "Yeah, no, nah, I don't feel like doing it." That's and weird. like, you yeah. showed you showed up, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" I don't <laughs> oh even know why. But, like, yeah. Wow. And then, that was it. Give me a chair. Yeah, you should throw a chair at me for that. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you guys have some repressed issues. That you yeah, need we, need, show, we need a uh, psychologist. I think you an episode. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a dream, Larry, about the show? Like, it's, it's weird. Or like a work dream. Sometimes yeah. you have a dream about work and you're like, fuck, now i got to go to work. I just wasted my whole night dreaming about the place. Oh, yeah, no, I've had work dreams a lot. The only dreams I ever had about the show are the show actually, like, being successful or something. That's oh. the only really dream I have. See, I don't have that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I never had a dream about us being successful. <laughs> I was trying to be as cliche as possible. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. My only dreams are to be better. <laughs> the dream, though, we were interviewing Ron and Fez. Like, that was, that was great. Oh, that's cool. I remember we had Ron and Fez. We had them live in studio. And then I gave Slambo my camera to take a picture. And he just started, like, spitting on it. I was like, Whoa. Bro. Bro. Oh, my God. He's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what has been your favorite episode so far of your show, Larry? Our favorite episode of our show? Yeah. Um, it, I have to say the last show we had, actually, and I hate to say him again, but when I had Married as Fuck on, that was probably one of my our favorite shows. We just recently had him on a couple weeks ago. Um, awesome. And that was a blast. It was just like the whole time we've known them since we got started and uh we've developed a great relationship with them and they come on and it's just like having family on and we just all can bullshit around and we have a great time nice nice and uh what do you have planned for the next episode Besi- uh, who'd you say uh well our next next interview well, our next episode we've got next next week i think we've got somebody coming on. i'm not sure i don't remember who but we've got like i said amy lyle's coming up and then, uh, then the only big announcement we really have right now is we're kind of teaming up with Married a- as Fuck and starting a new uh, podcast network. Oh, So that's cool. in the works right now. Awesome, dude. Awesome. That's very yeah, cool. So we're trying to try to make it big. What is, what does uh, running a network entail? I don't know yet. If you find that out, though, let me know because that's what we're working on. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> We've been on some and some have kicked us off. That's yeah, all I know. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> I have thought of, like, I don't think I've ever brought it up to Rob, but it, I have thought of, like, starting our own network, like a Robinson network. I thought, thought of that, too, or, like, even an inter- internet radio station where, like, yeah, we yeah. just play friend shows or something like that. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that would be a lot. A lot. No, well, maybe, maybe, we need, maybe we need to talk then. Ooh. Yeah. Slim, give me your number. That would yeah, be I will. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give, him, <laughs> give him my number. I'm down to, like. No, that, that would be like, cool. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I, I don't that know. That could definitely be something we should talk about. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, awesome. I think I think the live internet radio would be cool, kind of like what our friend uh, Will does. That we're we're on his uh, 106 uh, the blast, but something like that. IPM, would be really all neat, of it, yeah. yeah. IPM, yep. IPM Nation, all of it, all of it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Larry, thank you yeah, so was, much. Sorry. Dude. Well, we'll talk. Yes, yeah, definitely. Thanks for talking to us, dude. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. That flew by. <laughs> it did fly. Uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Drinks with Larry, on Instagram, Drinks with Larry, uh, Uh Pretty much anywhere you can find uh, social media stuff, you can find. Just type in Drinks with Larry, and you'll I be able to find us. I love that you got your name on the show and nobody else did. Yeah, I know that was that was really dumb on their part, but hey, they stuck with it, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Yeah. Have a good one, dude. Uh, uh, you too. Have a good night, guys. You too, Take brother. We will be back. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can't believe how fast I went. Oh, yeah, shit. I, I never over. opened uh, Spotify. Let's see. Dude, I, was, I think I was thinking about that recently. I think when Will added us. I was thinking about like, man, that would be cool, kind of having like a Robin Slim like live radio station. Yeah, I think like last year at one point, I was like, that'd be cool, cool as fuck. Or even before that, even before that, I did. But yeah, I don't know. I think it would be like, yeah, don't a lot of work. Shit. Plus, yeah, it's gonna cost money and yup. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if I can afford more. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I can deal with like fucking people. Yeah, that too. Yeah, because be then you're gonna thing. have to deal with issues with. People want to be on your network, and then people that are on the network. Uh, yeah, the show we and... didn't do a show this week. Uh, yeah, it'd be some dumb shit. Be yeah. some dumb shit that I wouldn't have the fucking patience for. <laughs> but as most life things are. All right, Spotify, open you fucking cunt! Oh my god, I just got three dots, a black screen, and three dots. Fuck! I'm just gonna go to uh, one of the other break songs, and we'll be back. This is the Slabagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do a My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes a coupon set Matt's a dapper to dash it, but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers six internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patience Every time I'm feeling like the slightest into doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't, ain't nobody yearned for you rapping any words That ain't worry cause you're sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass Sure, yeah, oh it's the entitlement and attitude Like everybody gotta pat you on the back But alas, you're a hack and you're whack So you have to Lower your expectations So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com And start listening today! Yeah! Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee and I don't have VD You're listening to The Robin Slim Show Robin Slim What's Show What's happening, guys? What's up? Kevin Goldberg 
What's happening? What's up, dude? You are a marketing uh, manager and a, is it executive in charge for Discover Pods? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know what the titles are, but uh, yeah, <laughs> staying busy. Cool, dude. Cool. Um, Discover Pods, what is it? Sure. Yeah, it's a, a website basically that that recommends, reviews, uh, podcasts, talk about the latest news. Um Basically, just a podcast fan and a website for other podcast fans. Do you, are are you a big fan of podcasts? Is that how it started? Yeah, it started um, basically a group of friends. Uh, um, we have a Slack channel, and we were recommending podcasts to each other. And despite being friends for for quite a bit, um, all these recommendations were brand new. And there was like this uh, light bulb aha moment where I was like, "Well, why can't I find like new podcasts that I want?" Um, you know, the Apple charts are what they are. Um, and I just decided to make a website. It's kind of something I like to do in my spare time. Cool. What is, um, what, do you feel like there's a problem with the Apple, like top shows? Yeah. I, well, I guess to take a step back, when I first started writing on discover pods, my assumption was that the charts didn't change all that much. So okay. the rich were getting richer um, yes. basically with new subscriptions and all that. Yep. And then as I, as I started doing more research, you start noticing these red flags in the charts. So I wrote probably close to a year ago about one podcast that was probably gaming the charts with a click farm. Um, There's some compelling data that, that basically alluded to that. And then in the last three months or so, a lot has come out about uh, people using shady gray market services to game their numbers and juice their rankings. Wow. Uh, and there's several articles now that basically there's a handful of podcasts that are very obviously doing it, um, but they're still <clears throat> in the top 15. I felt like one years ago was one called Guys We Fucked. Like out of the blue, they were <laughs> they were a new show and yeah, they were top, top of the iTunes charts. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know because I always get like, I always get the iTunes promoter messaging me on Twitter like I am, you know, with the Fiverr deal. Like we're we're a big promoter yep. and we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you there. But they have two followers on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and they're talking in broken English. Yeah. My, my assumption is it's it's like one person or like a small group of people that just spin up these new Twitter accounts and these new Fiverr accounts and then they reach out to podcasters offering their services. Dear sir, dear sir. <laughs> I, I was that a lot. curious. You mentioned uh, click farming. What what is that? Quick, quick farming. Sure. Yeah. Um, it was popularized on on uh, Silicon Valley in the HBO show, um, but it's been around for a while. Basically, offshore accounts, usually in Asia. Um, it it's basically a farm of people working for for pennies um, that are just clicking uh, over and over repeatedly. Um, so it, yeah. it gained, uh, it gained kind of prominence with when online advertising first started to, mm -hmm. to pick up. Um, so these, these publishers and websites were just getting these huge clicks to rake in more money. Um, since then Google and Facebook have shut down, but there's still other use cases. Um, in Silicon Valley, they talk about, they have an app or something and they want to have higher daily active user accounts for their investors or something. Um, but I think it could be used um, to to up your subscription count and, and game the Apple charts as well. Okay. I was going to say, too, I saw one of your most recent articles on the site, um, which I loved. Um, it was addressing that 
uh, reviews don't really make you more popular, and it, it's not. It's um, it's subs, correct? Yeah, I mean, to, in full disclosure, nobody knows the true algorithm uh, outside of Apple. Um, oh wow! But there's been several tests run. Um, I've run a lot. Rob Walsh of Libsyn uh, has run even more and has kind of reverse engineered the algorithm. Um, but there's no, none of the tests have any evidence that suggests that reviews or ratings have any precedent on the rankings. It's just new subscriptions over a week period. Wow. I was going to say too, um, you mentioned um, the guy from Libsyn. Do you um, communicate with the, um, with the guys that run these podcast um, hosting companies? Yeah, the majority of them, um, we have some sort of relationship, um, them and PR agencies. Everybody likes more exposure for their podcast, so um, they'll reach out from time to time. I love that. Um, and I was going to ask, too, um, SoundCloud, what do you think? Because uh, I remember at one point we used to be on there and everybody was messaging me, like, get off of there. They're they're failing. Like, do you feel like they're going to be <laughs> around? <or? laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know because, uh, what was it like a year ago or so there was the dire numbers that said that they were shutting down yeah. and then chance the rapper came in and raised a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I think it's a really valuable service, especially for, uh, for music artists I uh, to be same. discovered. That's I think how chance like gained his first following, um, to skip the whole, uh, antiquated record deal kind of yeah. format. Uh, for podcasts, I think it makes more sense to be on a true podcast host. Um, that was another Steve thing Wilson, uh, Steve Wilson from Apple had this long rant on why you shouldn't use SoundCloud and why you should use a company and a hosting provider that's specifically geared to for podcasts. Yeah. That's and, another thing I felt uh, when people were messaging me. Yeah, it's not really a podcast site. What were you saying? Uh, I was going to say that's very true because when we did, we went to Podbeam and like instantly downloads went up, plays went up, everything. Yeah, everything was better on there. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I mean, SoundCloud at the core essence just ho holds audio files. Um, yeah. And there's so much more into podcasting with RSS feeds and meta tags and data and all that that make your stream more optimized for, yeah. for podcast players. Um, and just SoundCloud isn't built for that. I'd say, I think they were like one of the last to even have the RSS feed, like yeah. as far as all that. Yeah. Went. What, that um, sense. Kevin, I want to ask you about the 2018 discover pod awards. Is it the first year or is it the second or how, how long has that been going on? Yeah, this is the second year. Cool. Um, so last year, God, I wish I had the numbers in front of me. I think we had, something like 7,000 votes or nominations. Um, so right now the nominations are open. Everybody can nominate your favorite podcast. Uh, I'm not going to, not going to campaign for you guys, but uh, if your listeners want to hop on and, and nominate, we're at, uh, I think 4,000 nominations, 2,000 different podcasts. Oh, wow. um, and uh, the nominations are open for about another week or so. Okay. That's so what I thought. I thought till about the end of the month. That's cool. And uh, is the competition yep. fierce? Like, as far as like last year went uh yeah we saw uh, <laughs> speaking of click farms and gaming the system um <sighs> we we have year. some contingencies in place but last year we saw definitely some ballot stuffers um yeah and in terms of ferocity of of the the election or the voting yeah it was i mean you saw the when the finalists are announced most of the finalists were campaigning pretty hard on their behalf using their social platforms and 
talking about it on their podcast. So it's yeah. cool to see. Um, I mean, to be honest, uh, there are other podcast awards out there, uh, but a lot are pay to play, which is really discouraging. Yes, uh, I I've looked into a few of them. To... And yeah, like $300. I looked in a few of those, and yeah, like $300 or more is just not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, we were in one, um, what was it, last year, Slim? Uh, it was like. Potter and Family does a Potter and Madness thing, which is like a March Madness thing for podcasts, and we saw that in a couple of them. Yeah, people were obviously buying votes because some shows had, you know, they didn't have uh, the following other shows did, but they were they were killing in votes. Like it was, yeah. the, it was it was rough. It was rough to watch some of it. And it would be like overnight, yeah. you would see them go from yeah. like zero to like two votes to like three thousand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, I didn't create the site to make money. You know, I have a day job like most podcasters out there. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it's, it's kind of discouraging to see uh, publishers and media outlets do like the, you have to pay, you know, 200 bucks or whatever to get, to be nominated. Yeah. Um, I think so I looked into the Webbies. It's free. Anybody can do it. Yeah. I looked into the Webbies a year or two ago and yeah, it was ridiculous the amount of money it took to just, just be, just be in it. It was like, yeah, no. I'm not not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Kevin, do you <laughs> have a not. podcast? I do not. Uh, I hop on podcasts from time to time, um, but no, I, I don't have enough time in the day to to manage a successful one. If you could do one, which what would it be about? Ooh, that's a that's a tough question. I don't I don't know. I think I'm a pretty basic person. I like sports. Uh, Game of Thrones, reading, whiskey, beer. Um, nice. That's kind of what I like. And if I created a podcast about those things, it'd be one of like, I don't know, 10,000. <laughs> I, I love those things. What um, Who do you love in Game of Thrones? Who's your favorite character? Uh, from the books and the show a little bit, I it, Jamie Lannister is the most interesting. Oh, um, great. He is great. <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh, his like character arc from being the devilish Prince Charming that tried to kill a kid to a redemption story. Just his cool. his whole progression, yeah. Like I love it. I love it. He is amazing. I'm so I can't wait for the for the next season, the last season. It's gonna be so good. So yeah, good. and I yeah, love uh, for sure. <laughs> I love Aria from the first episode. I'm like, she's special. Like I don't know. I just loved her from the beginning. Yeah, she's a badass. <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to ask, too, uh, as far as um, marketing, what is uh, what goes on in the everyday life of a marketing manager? <laughs> uh, it it kind of changes. Um, I mean, marketing, I, I'm in the tech world. I work for a tech company. So um, at the core of it, the marketing's job is just to get leads and pass them over to sales that are qualified. So any and all avenues that do that. Um, I work on the content side, so uh, it makes sense where I can create websites and create content that people want to consume. Um, and that's kind of what I do on a everyday basis. And I know that sounds super vague and, and incredibly boring. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I just, when I like first saw it, I'm like, that could be anything. Like yeah. there could be some crazy day where you're just fucking firing people or you're just, you're just dealing with some crazy <laughs> not, shit. Not usually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the comparable idea is like when you think back to your last purchase, your last like decent purchase, whether it was like a TV or a camera or a computer or something like that, you went online and you did research and um, 
you know, you looked at reviews and things like that. Nowadays, when people are buying technology software, they're doing the same thing. Um, so by the time they talk to a salesman or going to Best Buy or whatever it is, um, they're already about 80, 90% of the way there. They just want to get their hands on it. Um, and the same is true in the tech world. Okay. What is the next big thing going to be like this holiday season in the tech world? Oh, consumer consumer electronic wise? Yes. Ooh, I don't know. I work on the enterprise business to business side, so I'm the wrong person. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> sorry, my wife just got a new iPhone, and that's really cool. So, the sure, those will be yeah. selling like hotcakes still. <laughs> you think there's going to be an iPlane? Oh yes! Did you hear about the iPlane, Kevin? Kanye? I did not. Kanye uh, met with uh, our president and. Uh, he said he's got to, they got to replace Air Force One with an iPlane, and Apple was like, we don't make planes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what Kanye is doing lately, but uh, his mind is Being way Kanye. far out there. His mind is <laughs> yeah. way out It's been there. I, I said that years ago. Like, he's just kind of out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, college dropout – came out in like oh four oh five somewhere around there and i was getting my first car and so i had that cd just on repeat and so i've been a kanye oh, fan yeah. like my whole adult life musically and he's then, amazing and then he yeah just... mu- musically and but after like twisted fantasy it came yeezus and then pablo and it and it's just been like progressively worse yeah so I, I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Maybe the Kardashians or the fashion stuff or the he's sleep just getting depra- a little bit crazy. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's just letting it letting it all fly. I think so. <laughs> as far as um going back to um to to podcast, what is the most uh I guess genuine thing you could do to grow your show? Um I mean, what I tell everybody and it sounds simple, but it's actually pretty hard is just create really good content. Um, there's podcasts out there that you wouldn't think have a following um, because they're really niche and uh, really nerdy about something really specific, um, but are, are, are really thriving. Um, so create a good, good content and people will come to it eventually. Uh, there are ways that you can, um, you know, market your podcast a little bit better. There's cross promotions, there's stuff you can do on Facebook, cultivate a community that helps spread the word. Uh, those are the main things, but really it's it's persistence and creating good quality uh, content. Yeah, like I found that just on our YouTube. Like we have some great interviews like this one or plenty of others, but uh, Bare Bottom Spanking has 50,000 views. Like <laughs> it's just it's just yeah. Slim spanking one of our interns like because of my computer. My computer – uh, wasn't working and I'm like spank him and yeah that video's got yeah 20,000 <laughs> views but some interviews have like 20 like it's like wow <laughs> wow yeah I mean that's still a good following there's people that are just starting out that are getting you know teens and maybe low hundreds and yeah uh, you know it's it's tough definitely at the at the start but what I what I tell everybody is marketing all marketing is is like a magnifying glass for your podcast you know it'll get more eyeballs there but if your podcast is, is boring or it's just not compelling, it, nobody's going to stick around, especially with, I don't know what the number is, like 500,000 podcasts or something out there. It's like, I don't want to waste my time on something that I don't enjoy. What has been one of the, um, what's been a podcast you've come across that you didn't think you would like, but you ended up loving? 
Um, ooh, uh, I think audio dramas, I'm just surprised how much I've liked the ones I've been introduced. Um, to me, they seem like nerdy old timey radio where they're like telling stories. Um, but there's been some really good audio drama podcasts. Um, the bright sessions, the big loop, Limetown, um, those three, when I listen to them, I was floored. It's just, it's crazy that this content is free and it's no surprise that they're all getting like movie and TV and, and book deals. That's awesome. What do you feel about like Patreon too? Like extra episodes and all, do you feel like I, we've, we have a Patreon, but we haven't really messed around with like that. It's, it's just a lot of extra work. Like, do you feel like that's something uh shows should pursue? Yeah. I mean, um, whatever podcasters can do to make money, I'll support. Uh, because as a podcast listener, I get to consume all this content for free. Um, if there's a Patreon and I know it's a, a truly indie podcast, I'll contribute and, and become a donor or a patron. Um, but most podcasts don't get ads. Most podcasts aren't like Bill Simmons that have like multi-million dollar deals. Um, yeah. They're people in their basement or have, you know, rigged up a, a microphone sound audio in their closet. Uh, that's the majority of podcasters out there. So if they can make, you know, 50, 100, 200 bucks a month on Patreon, um, then I'm definitely in support of that. Cool, cool. <clears throat> what's up with you guys talking about me <laughs> we're uh we're fifth season we're in our five oh, big yeah. five <laughs> we uh yeah uh, i don't even know we uh we're doing good doing good kevin as far as it goes good. as far as it goes um good. but just like like i said with um just asking about like making the money. That's that's the big the big thing. Which I don't even know if that's possible at this point. Like I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean it's it's so tough, and because Apple's slow rolling their analytics uh, oh. right now, the ads that you'll hear are all direct response. Right, you have like Blue Apron and Casper where you you'll hear an ad that will say you know go to this URL slash and it'll be like the podcast name. <laughs> so for a advertiser, for a marketer, it's really easy to see the, the return on investment of that deal, right? How many people came and bought and what did we spend? Um, but the big money is in brand advertising. Think about a Super Bowl ad. They're not direct response. There's no vanity URL for somebody to click through. They're just saying like, drink this beer and it'll make you cool. The, brands and, the brand marketing is where the true money's at. Uh, and right now brand marketers aren't willing to, to buy ads because yes. they can't see the analytics to see how, if they're being listened to and how much That's so it. there's data out there that, sorry, go ahead. No, that, I was just thinking like the analytics are so vague. Like iTunes not too long ago, like released analytics. And like, I think I went on it once and I'm just like, I don't I don't even know. I, I don't even know what this is saying. Like it, it's rough. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that we're not there yet, especially in this day and age. Like if you, if you buy an ad on Google or Facebook, they'll tell you everything about who's, who's seeing your ads, right? They'll, it's, it's creepy. They'll tell you, you know, if they're married or divorced, their age, where they live, who they voted for, their kids' names, like the creepiest <laughs> things. Yes. Um, and podcasts, they can't even tell you if somebody even listened to it or not. So I know. It's just it's nuts how far away we are. Just going like to back to uh, SoundCloud, like just the um, 
just yeah, the the amount of um, analytics that that were different from there to Podbean, it, it's staggering. Like how SoundCloud will tell you cities and all that. Yeah, Podbean is just telling you countries and downloads are just totally different and listens are different. It's just different. It's weird. It's very odd because radio figured it out early, right? Like you, if you're on a radio TV, station, they know TV. They had the Nielsen yeah. ratings. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I don't. It, the issue is Apple and Google and Amazon's not there yet. That's the big tech companies need to lead the way. Once they get on the same they're page. They're dragging their feet. Yeah. It almost sounds like somebody's cutting some deals. Like some of the bigger guys are like, no, 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 we can't let we these smaller guys. We got this family guys. in Taiwan that's, <laughs> yeah. that's doing it all for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you think about podcasts, like uh, to start out with, like it, the name podcast exists because of the iPod, right? So Apple was the first with the native app on the iPhone. Um, so it's no surprise that iOS users uh, far outweigh Android users in podcast listening. But if Apple wanted to, they could have dominated this market if they just spent any type of effort into improving their app or really growing the business. They've just done the bare minimum. I heard, too, somebody recently say that um, I think it's iTunes that doesn't want you numbering your episodes anymore. Like, I've never gotten anything like that. But um, I heard on Married as Fuck, they said that one of their friends as a podcaster got an email that said they don't want the episodes numbered anymore. Why? I I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. They'll do weird piggy tech things like that. And you yeah. can't call them iTunes anymore. You got to call it Apple Podcasts. So yes. I yes. don't know. <laughs> They're focusing on the wrong things, in my opinion. They got to work on that plane. They got to work on the iPlane. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people have been talking about uh, a TV forever. That's why it's crazy that Kanye is talking about a plane. Like, this. people have rumored uh, Apple TV for uh, 10 years, and Apple, Ooh. like, we're not in that type of business. Oh, so maybe you know, we're working on the iPlane. We don't have time for that TV. <laughs> they do. They have the Apple, iTV, Apple TV, whatever it is. iPhone. Apple they have Apple, yeah, but not a, a actual TV. They have Apple TV. They have the set box. Yeah, they had to, they had to get in on that, on that thing. <laughs> the, the iTunes telling you to not number your podcast. Maybe think of like Netflix. I noticed has taken away user reviews. Like you oh, used wow. to be able to read, Everyone's reviews, they got rid of that because I guess they don't want anybody making a judgment call based on what everybody's saying that's watching it. They just want you to watch it. And I'm like, that's... But there's still reviews out there. Like, why would you take away that feature? Right? It's like a step back. Yeah, that's odd. They they just want their algorithm to determine what's best for you. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Uh, uh, that's odd. Kevin, thank you so much for talking to us. It's been a blast. Where can everybody find you? Anytime. Um, yeah, follow Discover Pods on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Discover underscore Pods. Um, my name is Kevin underscore Goldberg on Twitter. Uh, not very active on any other platform. But um, yeah, check us out. If you're into podcasts, come to the website, discoverpods.com. Um, nominate, you know. This show, your favorite shows uh, for the awards, they end, um, the nominations end on the 26th. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much, Kevin. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Have a good one. Bye, guys. See ya. Cool. So cool. Oh, look. Spotify's open. Hey, Slambo. Yeah! 
Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger, and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. Uh, go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Guernica Editions, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Guernicas. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby, I'm ordering that right now, yeah! Fuck yeah. You are listening to The Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape, use the force. Rob and Slim Show, Little Matty. Yeah. Little Matty Clopot. How you doing, Matty? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. How you guys doing? Great, All great. Right. How'd you get the name Little Matty? So, uh, I have a thing. You know when people say don't, just don't feed the trolls? All I can do is feed the trolls. I agree. So... <laughs> yeah, that was sadistic <laughs> yeah uh, so uh i was getting into it with some trump supporter on twitter at some point and uh you know just basically telling them that their children will be embarrassed to know what they stood for um things like that uh, and then uh they just kept calling me little maddie like to try and like make me feel bad for some reason oh. and uh I just I I changed my Twitter name to Little Maddie, and uh, then they stopped like trying to. They stopped with that one, Ooh. and they started other. It was really really fun. <laughs> oh, they kept calling you. I grew up morbidly obese kid with no friends. Like I've been picked on. Yeah. Little Maddie doesn't hurt. That's what I was gonna say. It's like something you call one of your bros. Like, oh yeah, it's Little Maddie. Exactly. Like that's not an insult. <laughs> no, but to them it is or something. So yeah, it was a weird thing. I, I get into it. I would say a couple times a week with Trump supporters on Twitter. Oh. Um, I loved your one like, tweet because oh, you have uh, something in your bio that says about Trump. And you said that this idiot followed me. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. What happens is because I, I put in my bio a little oh, Trump supporter called me little Maddie. Yes. Because of that, people uh, will just search the word Trump like Trump supporters <laughs> and then at, and then start following me. So then I just tweeted them and called them an idiot yes. because they didn't look at my my Twitter at all to see how much I hate Trump. So they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, another ally, cool, and I'll just tell them that their grandchildren will be embarrassed of them. Uh, and that's and then sometimes they unfollow. Sometimes they'll they'll come back at me and try and insult me. Um, but yeah, it's always it's always for me in good fun because I don't care. But they yes. get like so angry at me, so it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're in Toronto, so there are a lot. Of, I am in Toronto. Are there a lot of Trump supporters up there? <laughs> a surprising few. Yeah. Um, actually, the doorman in my condo building. Uh, one day, I saw him reading Trump's book, oh. and then a few days later, he had his hair slicked back like <laughs> Eric and Don Don Jr. And then a few days after that, I saw him out on the street wearing a "Make America Great Again" hat. No. And yeah, oh. and a few days after that, he didn't work here anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder why. So I'm, 
I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, how could you yeah, wear that hat actually, in Canada? I, I, have a, I have a red hat that uh, it says "Make Obama President Again." <laughs> uh, I'm gonna wear that next time I go to the states, so that should be fun. My wife told me I'm not allowed, but I'll, I'll sneak it into my bag. <laughs> how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, this November will be four years now. Cool. Yeah, I watched some of your act last night. You're pretty awesome. You're pretty awesome, dude. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I like doing it. It's fun. Uh, not, no better feeling than uh, a big laugh on stage. So I've been doing it a little while now. And it's, uh, I'm excited. I took a little bit of a break because I was really swamped with work. And I had like a bit of a mental breakdown, which is super fun. Uh, <laughs> I love those. I have those. I, I usually just, uh, just do the show. And then, uh, yeah, have those yeah. the rest of the week. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I took a bit of a break and I'm starting to get back into it now. Um, I took a few months off to just work on stuff and work on myself and stuff. But yeah, I'm coming back into it now and I'm super pumped. I actually only have two weeks left on my uh, work contract and I'm going to take a few months off to just focus on comedy. Cool. So, and y- yeah. Your work, like you said, you, uh, you're a television coordinator, correct? Yeah. So I'm a post coordinator. So basically I deal with, uh, I, in charge of the whole post, like editing department for a TV show. Yeah. So it's all like schedules and deliverables and, you know, just deadlines. making sure the show actually happens. Wow. Yeah, a lot of deadline stuff, a lot of telling people who make way more money than me what to do. <laughs> um, it's a very weird situation. I feel like a basketball coach, like in the NBA. <laughs> like, they'll be like, hey, do this. And the guy's like, I make $80 million. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. What, uh, what show do you work on? Uh, I... I, so I, I just wrapping on a show uh, called The Weather Files. Uh, it's a docudrama about people who experience crazy weather. It's awful. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that, but fuck it. Uh, and then I, I'm also just wrapping on a show called Crazy Beautiful Weddings, which is about a wedding planner. Uh, really cool show, actually. She's really awesome. Cool. Uh, you know, it's a really nice, it's a fun show to work on. Uh, she's like really inter- in. She's not like standard wedding. She has like really weird stuff. We had a llama at one of the weddings. Like, <laughs> yeah, I work. I work mostly unscripted lifestyle stuff, which is all boring nonsense. I was gonna um, ask what unscripted meant. Like, is it? Yeah, compared to scripted? basically, it's like it's like lifestyle. Like, I work on a lot. I've worked on like cooking shows. I've worked on like home reno shows, like things like that. Okay. Um, I've worked less in the scripted world because in Toronto, most of what we make here is unscripted. Wow. Yeah. It's a terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it it pays the bills and it keeps me, uh, keeps me in, uh, you know, nice clothes. Now, how does it work up there? Um, We've talked to uh, an actor, Tony DeSantis. He said um, the French Canadian part is different than the American speaking. Oh, God. oh yeah, yeah. So in in French Canada they have a star system, similar to the States, where you guys have celebrities. Yes. In the English side, we have no celebrities. Wow. Like really? all our celebrities are people who went to the States and made it. That's what I was, like, gonna, not I was wondering. Here. Yeah. There's, there's no one here like all my friends who get really, really good at comedy and have been in it like ten years moved to the States. Wow. Because there's no star system here. Wow. Like, the only reason, like, Russell Peters is famous is because he went to the States. I think Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox did that, right? Oh, yeah. No, everyone has to leave to make it because there's just no star system. No one cares. Wow. 
You know, we have like we have the CBC, which is our like uh, public broadcaster. Yeah, uh, and they make shows with very Canadian feel. Um, but it's yeah, it's not really a star system. Like I can't name you anyone who's starring on a CBC show right now. Wow. You know, but I but it, it's the equivalent of your guys is like NBC, and you know, there's actual stars on those shows. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very weird kind of place to be uh, when you're trying to make it in entertainment because no one cares. Wow. We get American channels. We have all that stuff. Oh, like wow. in Canada, we have we have what's called CanCon or Canadian content. And every channel that's Canadian has to, by law, have a certain percentage of Canadian content, which just goes to show you how little we care about it, that it's a law. <laughs> that's like you have to and then and they'll find loopholes to get out of it constantly every canadian network is just trying to find ways out of can just play more so american air more oh yeah you could just like our our comedy network here just airs big bang theory reruns all day long like they don't make any original programming whatsoever wow so hold on. So yeah. you guys care about American celebrities, but as soon as you hear somebody, oh yeah, this guy's big in Canada, you're just like, eh. Oh, we don't. Need no, him. no one cares. <laughs> wow. There's no, there's no being big in Canada. That's the problem. That's it. Though. There's no star system here. Wow. I had no like we idea. just had we just had just for laughs Toronto in town a few weeks ago, and I would say less than ten percent of the comics were Canadian. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. That makes no oh, sense. Yeah. Wow. I figured it no. would be like 90%. You know, you oh, want to. No. no, they truck everyone in from LA and New York. Jesus That's Christ. All the big acts were. Wow. Have you ever done comedy yeah. in, in the States? Um, not in the, No, I don't have the States yet. Um, I'm working towards that in the next year or so. Um, but uh, I've been a little bit over Canada. I took. I went on tour in December of last year. I did a mini tour by myself. Um, wow. It was fun. I did eight days in a row. I did. Uh, I was going to name the cities, and you guys wouldn't know any of them. So I uh, <laughs> did a bunch of cities. Let's put it that way. I know uh, Toronto. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did Toronto, which is where I live. But yeah, uh, yeah I, did, like, I did Montreal, Ottawa, Kingston, Barrie, and Toronto. Toronto I, and Montreal Toronto are the only ones and, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I I, I know I went up to um, Toronto once. I, I worked in a radio station, and we went to a Dave Matthews concert up there. And there was an old French Canadian man spitting on our tour bus, and he was cursing at us in French. That's all I remember. That that sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. French, and, the, the French the French Canadians are they're just a like garbage people. <laughs> That's, I, I'm married to one, so I can say that. They are a garbage people. My father's from Montreal, but he's from no. the Jewish side, not the French side. Oh. But, yeah, my wife is French-Canadian, and they are just bad people all around. Did it, <laughs> is, that, is that how he got away from the French-Canadian side? He met you? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh God. Some mentioned before the show, Maddie, that you yeah. you get arrested. I it's- heard. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard because recently I kind of got into uh, Jordan Peterson. Do you know who he is? Yeah. So he uh, is known mostly for opposing a law that 
I think was passed where you can get arrested if you say the wrong pronoun. If somebody like, like somebody identifies as a woman or a man, like in in Canada, yeah. if you address them wrong, you could be arrested for that. No, no, okay. that's horseshit. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, we I have think, a friend who's um a transgendered and. Uh, she said that, you know, she doesn't mind if somebody calls her dude, if it's, as long as it's not, you know, putting her down, mm. she says, you well, know, I think, I mean, like I, I have a lot of trans friends, um, and you know, I'm a, I'm a huge LGBTQ ally and, uh, you know, I think what the, the general consensus I get from them is that if it's a mistake or if it's, you know, like that's different than someone being like, I don't that you're transitioned yes you are dudes yeah that's where it's a thing there's no law we're not throwing people in jail for shit like that. okay, okay. see yeah that's what we don't know just don't be an asshole that's, <laughs> yeah that's right. the way most people should live their lives but i agree um, no that this guy the jordan peterson they say these guys they take they'll find a little like a wording in a law that's obscure and they'll twist it to meet their own thing okay the way slim explains it i'm like yeah this guy sounds a little a little nutty a little nutty oh yeah (laughs) i I don't know i like jordan peterson i'm reading his book and i kind of i like his rules and everything but as far as his like political leanings i don't know too much about yeah no he's uh i mean for up here he's kind of known as just being kind of a kind of real of a scumbag uh (laughs) you know i mean because the thing is here's the thing i do live in a liberal bubble i get it all my friends are artists of some sort or another uh we live in a very multicultural very open city and that's what i experience so i mean up there up, up there, Maddie. I yeah. mean, you guys have like even like billboards that say it's riding country, wear a condom, and it's two guys on a horse. Like you guys are very yeah. liberal up there. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I love that. Like I, you know, whenever I'm in the states, I mean, I like I do like the states. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, it's a weird kind of tippy toe I have to do a bit sometimes, even just talking to people. Mm. You know, like I was talking to someone in Florida. Ooh. And it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was so I was there for a day. I went on a cruise with my wife. We were there for the day, basically, to get off and on the cruise. Yeah, but uh, you know, I heard someone say the n word like in casual conversation, <laughs> like a white dude, just like, "Hey, here's the n word," and I was like, "No, no, that's not what you do." <laughs> it's very weird. And also, just being on the cruise and like seeing like. You know, I saw a Confederate flag tattoo on a dude, and I'm like, "Where? What are you?" Yes, <laughs> there's a there's a truck in this town that drives around with a big Confederate flag on the back. I'm yeah. like, "Where oh, am God. I, bro?" <laughs> yeah, I worked on I worked on a show a couple years ago, uh, an unscripted show called Restaurant Makeover, where we would renovate people's restaurants, and we <laughs> rent. It. So Hamilton is just outside of Toronto, and it's basically <clears throat> like. Your Kentucky, but in like a town. Uh, it's like Florida and Kentucky in one. It's like just a dirt town. Uh, I I did a show up there, and some and my, the comic who was with me, who is from Hamilton, told me, "Don't bother locking your car doors. It'll just mean you'll have to replace your car window when they break into your car." Oh. So I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Uh, <laughs> So uh, I put up in Hamilton, there was this restaurant called Hillbilly Heaven, and he had a whole bunch of merch, and the most selling merch he had was the Confederate flag. Wow. In Hamilton, Canada. Wow. We were buying Confederate flag, and I, that amazed me. That, that doesn't make no. 
any sense to me. Not even a little. No. 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 It's like Nazis now. Like, didn't, like, U.S., like, fight the Nazis, and now there are Nazis in the U.S.? Yeah. That's bad. It make any sense. <laughs> Maddie, I want to ask you, totally switching the subject, but... Your Airbud yeah, no, podcast. You have a podcast oh, yeah. as to why the I fuck had, there I are 14. You, yes. But why are there yeah, 14 yeah. Airbuds? That's the premise. I didn't even That's know the there were that premise. many. My buddy, <laughs> yeah. So my buddy Leon messaged me one day. This was a couple of years ago. And he said, all it was was there are 14 Airbud movies. That was I didn't whole know that. To me. Yeah. And then I was like there's not and then he sent me a link and i was like there are 14 airwood movies Dude. and then we were like let's make a podcast and then we <laughs> set on the idea for like a year because we're lazy and stupid uh and then we finally got around to doing it and it was amazing it was like actually one of the best experiences i've ever had i've listened to a, a couple episodes it's really great oh, really great you. no problem yeah it's a, lot, it's a lot of fun i really enjoyed doing it um every week we would uh watch the movie and then sit down and discuss a child movie, yes. uh, and it was a blast. We, by I think as episode six on, we started bringing some of my comedian friends in, uh, and just having like a third guest, and it was great. <laughs> and it was just we just they're terrible, terrible movies. They're terrible, uh, but star studded. And I wanted to ask way you, star studded, way too star studded. I wanted to ask way you too. too much. Um, you guys mentioned some of the buddy movies, and I met, I met, yeah. I made a huge mistake. One of my kids. When they were uh, a couple of years younger, I bought them Spooky Buddies, and oh Ooh, my god, that's, that's a horrible one. movie. <laughs> that's the best one. What are the buddy that's movies? The are, are they Airbud? Are the buddy movies Airbud movies? That's what I yes. wanted. To ask. So what happens is in the fourth or fifth movie, Airbud fucks another dog, <laughs> and then there's babies, and there's five puppies, and they're buddies. Those are the buddies, and then so. They, you never hear anything from Air Bud or I want to say Molly was the female dog. Oh, uh, Leon's listening to this right now and yelling at me for not knowing this. He's my co-host. Um, and then so the franchise moves on with the buddies, yes. and now they can talk because Air Bud never talked. He was oh. just he was a legit dog, but now they all have like distinct personalities. What? Air Bud played basketball, basketball, right? Airbud yeah. played basketball. And then soccer and football. Oh, no, 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 no. Stuff. He plays five different sports. Yeah. He started <laughs> he out in basketball, basketball, though. So- yeah, he starts in basketball. He plays basketball, soccer, football, volleyball, and baseball. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Volleyball uh, and baseball? What the fuck? Yes. Baseball, yeah. He, he would hold the, the bat in his mouth, and they would pitch the ball, and it would just hit the bat and somehow go out of the park. Um <laughs> Yeah, they were bad. Bad movies. <laughs> they were so much fun. Um, actually, go check out the Spooky Buddies episode because we, we raved oh, you, about how much we enjoyed that episode. You did a Spooky uh, That movie, rather. Wow. wow. It's a good movie. Like, legitimately <laughs> a fun movie. Um, it's very weird. But, yeah, so the buddies each have their own, like, distinct personality. Like, there's B-Dog, who's, like, basically a white kid who thinks he's black. Um, there's Butterball, who's just fat. Uh, there's Buddha, which is, uh, like a Zen dog for some reason. Uh, and I can't remember the rest of them, but (laughs) yeah, it's like they had their own distinct personalities and they got into trouble and it was awful, but a blast. (laughs) All right.
Yeah. All I remember from Airbud is I just remember this one scene where there was just like a guy standing in front of another guy and they're both trying to get like Airbud to go to them. Like the I think it was the kid and he was yeah. like, Come here, Airbud and the other guy and then like it obviously the dog went to the hero of the story, but that's all I remember. Oh, I was gonna ask who he right there. Yeah, yeah. No, it was that it yeah. Um, it was this old alcoholic clown who owned Airbud before the kid found him. Oh, okay. And the clown, so, yeah. the, so at the end of the movie, it was the like, clown trying trying to get yeah. the dog to come to him, and he goes to the kid because fuck exactly. the old alcoholic that clown old drinker. <laughs> yeah. he, oh, he was he was he was a train wreck of a character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Maddie, what is the club podcast? The Club Podcast is something I have yet to get off the ground because I'm incredibly lazy. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's an idea I have where every episode is different. and every There's no format. It's, it's whatever I feel like doing. Um, I'm going to probably start it this winter because um, okay. I won't have a job soon, and that's going to be <laughs> nice and freeing. Um, but, yeah, every episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to, you know, whenever KFC comes out with their whatever next – double slam chicken something whatever bullshit they're gonna kill us with um you know bring a friend go there try it out that's an episode okay then i just do different things every week and just kind of fuck around um when i have time you know there won't be a set schedule won't be anything like i know it'll be all self-indulgent nonsense but (laughs) i have the idea for it and i think you know i like talking to people i like hanging out um i like getting high so there's definitely gonna be like a high aspect of it you guys um, just got a uh, legal marijuana, right? Yes, we did. Today is the oh, day. Good job, Canada. But, uh, but I have I have a medical marijuana card, so it's been legal for me for about a year. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. No, it's been super handy. I had go. I went to a doctor, lied to him a bunch. Went to another doctor, lied to him a bunch. Then I got legal weed. So cool. that's how it works. Yeah, recreational should be legal. I I just think. I just oh, think. totally. Everywhere. I mean, that's where, are, that's where we are as today. But it's funny because Canada is one of those com- countries, especially Ontario, the province I'm in. Um, provinces are like states for you guys. Yes. Uh, and w- they'll have a good idea, but the follow through is nonsense. Uh, like right now, the only way to get your legal weed is to go to this website and they'll send it to you. But you have to be home to sign for it oh. during the day. Oh, uh, and like your doorman can't take it. It's a whole stupid process. Wow. Um, and and also during the day today, the first day the website launched, it basically crashed, and uh, no one's going to get their weed for like a week. Oh man, there's just too many orders. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, it's it's a step in the right direction. They're also uh, overturning a, uh, like every possession charge. So that's oh. going to leave people's records, which is great. That's great. That um, is great. Yeah, especially because, I mean, Toronto, our, you know, our police are definitely better than your guys's for the most part. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's not as much stuff. But there has been a lot of problems with the minorities uh, oh, being, wow. you know, targeted. Yes. And at, a, at a very unfair um, uh, percentage when it comes to, like, possession charges. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a you know that's a new thing that's not going to be, or they'll find a new way to mess with people, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I think we're in a you know we're getting to a good stage. Uh, it's legal as of today, which is great, uh, and we'll see what that entails for the next little while. 
Nice. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be nice. I mean, every fucking person on Facebook today made the same joke about trying weed for the first time. <laughs> uh, yeah, clever guys. Good job. <laughs> Do you guys miss Mayor Ford at all? Do I miss Mayor Ford? Um. <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> he was um, entertaining to say, say the least. Very, no, he was very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he once said on live national television that I didn't tell that woman I'd eat her pussy. I have plenty to eat at home. Yes, those were the words. Those were the words of our mayor <laughs> on live television. He was. Uh, he was funny. Yeah. I like. I like. Oh no, he was. He was a blast. He was an absolute blast. He was terrible for the city. He was a train wreck. He was an embarrassment. But as a fan of funny things, he was yes. awesome. That's how I feel uh, about our president. Yeah. That like as yeah. as that's fair. That's fair. As comedy, some of the stuff he does tickles my soul. But as oh yeah, somebody running the country, well, no, because... no. Oh no, exactly. Yeah, I feel like they should have just like built a fake Oval Office in like a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, let him hang out in there. Yeah. And just, like, every day he's like, I'm going to bomb Iraq. And they're like, oh, you bombed Iraq, and it went really well, Mr. President. Like, that's what they should have done and just, yes. like, let anyone else run the country. Um, <laughs> that would have been fine with me. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, Rob Ford was a blast. Uh, yeah. Doug Ford is less of a blast. He is his oh. little brother. Oh, I did not now, know. Uh, the, he is the premier of Ontario, which is basically like being the state senator. Yeah. Um, oh, no. And he is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, he's an absolute nightmare. He just uh, turned back. So uh, in 2015, we got the first update to our school system's sex ed curriculum since 1998. Um, and that's actually a huge chunk of change. Uh, and it was a really good one. Uh, it, like, it, it talked about teaching children about consent and good touch and bad touch and you know, all the things you want your kid to know before other people try and touch them. Yeah, that's uh, a good improvement. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he came in and was like, oh, we're abolishing this. We're going back to the 1998 one. So. Whoa. No. Yeah. Not only do you do that, but then because everyone, even teachers, were like, oh, we're just going to teach the new one. Uh, he set up a phone <laughs> tip line where you could call and rat out teachers who are teaching uh, progressive sex education. Wow. <laughs> Which. Which kind of sounds like something from, like, Handmaid's Tale. Um, but uh, that's where we're living now. It kind of feels a little bit like a junior Trump. Uh, yes. But, uh, and also he was a hash dealer in high school. Oh, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Great. Great guy. <laughs> not as funny as... He's not, he's not fun because he's not an alcoholic or drug addict like <laughs> or his brother Or crackhead was. like, yes, his brother. Yeah, no, he's just he's just a mean, shitty person. <laughs> oh. um, but, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, he runs our province now, which oh. is... Like, do you guys remember when Trump got elected and, like, most of, like, liberal people were like, what? <laughs> yes. That's how, all, that's how we all felt. That's we how were, you like, guys were? Doug Ford's getting elected, and then he did, and we're like... What? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. You guys got your mini mini Trump going. <laughs> we, we really do, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like, and yeah, he he got overturned on a decision he made, and then he found some old clause which basically lets him do whatever he wants, and it's it's very like, yeah, it's not good. Oh, Maddie, yeah. we have to wrap yeah. this up, dude. But you are amazing. Oh, no You're amazing, brother. Hey, where? Hey. No, I had a blast. So do we? Where can everybody find you? Uh, 
everywhere on the internet. I'm Matt Klopot. That's M-A-T-T-K-L-O-P-O-T. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My website's mattklopot.com. Uh, if you're using a carrier pigeon, talk to Carl. He knows where I am. Um, other than that, yeah, just find me online. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'll retweet all my wife's jokes. So then follow her. Um, cause if I don't retweet her, she gets mad at me. Um, mm-hmm. but other than that, yeah, just find me online. I'm going to be around Toronto doing a lot of shows the next few months. So my website will have all my details and, uh, that's it. Yeah. That's where I am. Awesome. Maddie. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Have a good one, man. Have a good one. Have a good night. You too. We won't be back, but John and John will be back. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Red, white, and you. Hey, this is Jeff Raisley. Hi, Jeff. Hey, How what's going are on, you? Jeff? 
I'm good. Sorry, my call was a little bit late. I've got a new telephone. And I was that happens. Having trouble figuring out just yeah. how to make, dial a phone number. Yes, that's okay. We're just gonna play our intro and we're gonna get started. So we should be good to go right now. Hold on one sec. Great. What do you get when a staunch Republican and a left-wing liberal work through their differences and do a podcast? You get red, white, and you with John and John. Awesome. I'm John. That's J-O-N. I am John, J-O-H-N. How are you doing, Jeff Raisley? I'm good. Thank you, John and John, for having me on. Thanks for coming on. And you are an author, correct? Yes, I am. And uh, are you um, uh, liberal or a Republican? Uh, neither. Oh. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pragmatic, independent what, centrist. What is that? Uh, it's somebody who's much more concerned about just solving problems than uh, promoting a particular political ideology. And somebody who thinks the uh, political parties we have have become more destructive than constructive forces. What do you mean? I, I mean, I'm uh, like a liberal, so are you saying I'm destructive? I don't understand He's... what you're trying to say here. Sometimes. Well, liberal is not a party. Republican and Democrat are the two parties. Yeah, John. That's are I'm you trying to say you. my I, I'm not part of a party because I'm liberal? No, I'm just saying that liberal in this country is not a political party. That's, it's a, okay. perhaps mm. a political ideology or a, mm. a, a leaning on particular issues. Oh, he leans. He leans a lot of ways. It's, it's <laughs> not not fun. Yeah, that sounds homophobic. A lot as of usual. Our, a lot of our uh, conversations go. Um, I saw jo- Jeff that you had a Facebook experiment. What did that entail? Well, after the 2016 election Ooh. and the the hyperpolarization it, it it revealed, I thought this has reached an unhealthy state mm. and what can one person do about it to, to try to promote um, depolarization or just cross the political divide conversation. So I invited anybody who wanted to to participate in a series of um, topical conversations and uh and stated that there would be only one rule, which was that you could could not personally attack other people participating. Mm. And so each week I posted a different topic and encouraged people to comment, and we had very engaging and interesting conversations, uh, which to some extent, bridge the political divide, not that minds were necessarily changed or party affiliation changed, but um, at least civil conversations took place. We do topics as well, and we call them our hot topics, and I will jump into one right now. 
And now it's time for tonight's hot topic. Tonight's hot topic is education. We have to bring God back into our schools. And no, God, we don't. Trust. What do you mean you have to bring God, God back? God, we trust. No, God bless you America. You can't force people to practice religion. I think religion is the backbone of decent society. No, you should not be teaching religion in schools. That's just wrong. What do you think, That's Jeff? Wrong. Uh, Are you laughing at me now? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, okay, yeah. Laugh at the liberal. I agree that we should have school prayer. School prayer. Why would you force anyone to pray in school? They shouldn't even... (laughs) Why would you (laughs) hang hang up on John and John? That was quick. (laughs) (laughs) He did not wait for Border Patrol. (laughs) Border Patrol... He didn't like getting interrupted. Or birth control or gun control. <laughs> he, he's the best. He was so nervous. He was. <laughs> Why? Why? What happened? I think we like we only talked over him like once, and he was like, "Nah, I'm out." Oh, oh, fuck. Email, email, and be like, "Hey, why did you get disconnected?" <laughs> Ryder said he had a creepy voice of ninety. <laughs> he was. He sounded like he was coming. <laughs> right. Oh, he was a weird one. Yeah, he was. He Where is Jeff Razley? Razley Dazley? <laughs> oh my fuck. Let's you know say, what I'm going to email him. I'm going to say that right. get, get, get cut off. What happened? Yeah. What happened? Sorry, our internet connection is a little shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. <laughs> that was quick. Um, I, I've been watching on Netflix. They just did an original series of uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, it's 10 episodes long, but really, really good. I, I When I was younger, in the 90s, they did a movie... Um. The Haunting, that was also based on that book, and there was like another one in uh, 59, but The Haunting, I remember seeing in theaters, and it was great, and this series is just fucking amazing, and like generally, genitally, genitally scary, like really fucking horrifying, like I think I watched like two episodes, and then had nightmares that night. Wow. Yeah, but really fucking awesome, like I would recommend checking that out. I would recommend calling Jeff back. I'm not gonna call. Him. <laughs> Why not? Because he's a Trump supporter. He's a he's a good supporter. He doesn't lean anyway. <laughs> yeah, I thought he said he was a Trump supporter. <laughs> Isn't that what? He, doesn't he have books that he wrote about Trump? I thought so. And he's like, oh, I don't lean anyway. That's bullshit. <laughs> Fucking liar. I don't like liars. Fucking liar, Razley. You're lying, Razley. Razley Dazley. I messaged him to the call drop. Let's see. Let's Ra- see. Razzly Dazzly. Razzle Dazzle. Next week we have Breaka. Breaka? Bracha? I don't know how so, you say the uh, name. B R A C H. Bracka Gets. Bracka Gets. Bracka Gets. Brack? Like from the Brack Show? <laughs> from fucking Space Barack Coast. Barack Obama. Coast to Coast. <laughs> oh, where'd Razzly go? He was he nervous. He doesn't like us. <laughs> he was a nervous Nelly. 
Oh, that was a good. It was a good one though. It was, yeah. it was. It was a one, and that's all I know. <laughs> I love it. Was one. I love the like transition into the hot topic. It was amazing. I, he had his own hot like, topic. Well, yeah, he did. That's what he did. And you were like, I we do that too. Yeah, <laughs> but he topic. shied from that. He did not. He yeah. could have had. I thought that's what you do. Yeah, that's what you did, brother. <laughs> brother man, Jeff Raisley. Raisley? I thought it was Razley. I was going to ask if he had his book called Razley Dazley. <laughs> <laughs> and what his most Oof. popular book, we never found that out. He had a lot of books. Wasn't one like 80 yeah. words as a title? Yeah, it was. It was like, all his books. I think were like and... a whole bunch of like just titles. There were a bunch of words that formed the title. Yeah. A lot of words that didn't make sense together. He did not answer if the call dropped. Uh, all right. What uh? What's news? What news did we not get to? Because there was some Trump news. Uh, it was in yeah. That. Oh, the Secret Service yeah! saved Trump. They saved from Trump attempted assassination. From ass- attempted assassination. I thought it was all of, fake news, according to Trump. Yeah, two days ago, operatives of the Islamic 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 militant group, which is ISIS, <laughs> attempted to assassinate Donald Trump when he was in Manila, the Philippines, last year. But they were stopped by Secret Why are we service. hearing about this now? It took one year You'll for this to get out. You'll find out, oh. John. In November 2017, Trump was in the city for the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, ASEAN 50 Summit, where he met with Philippine President Rodrigo Durante. When the botched assassination effort took place, the planned killing was previously kept under wraps until National Geographic disclosed it during Sunday's two-hour special television about the Secret Service. That sounds like a conspiracy to me. Secret Service on the front line. That sounds like fake news. I don't think he was really shot at or attempted. According to the report, threats were made. Oh, that's Kanye. Where? The post also featured a mugshot of Lee Harvey. That's Kanye, right? Didn't he say that? Is that him in another dimension? <laughs> I think so. Oh, my God. I think he that's... said that. He said, I'm Lee Harvey Oswald? I'm Lee Harvey Oswald in another no, dimension. No, he didn't say Lee Harvey Oswald. It was, <laughs> no, he just said... it was another guy. Yeah. It was Lee Harvey Hamilton, <laughs> okay. I think. Uh, one tweet read, going to be in Manila at the same time as Trump. I'll take one for the team, lads. The post featured a mugshot of Lee Harvey Oswald. Who presented who presented John F. Kennedy? Oh wait, so the guy that was going to assassinate Trump posted on Twitter that he was going to assassinate Trump. He was going to take one for the team, lads. Yeah. Before Trump arrived, ISIS also released a series of videos threatening with threatening messages for the president. One featured a picture of Trump with numerous bullet holes, accompanied by a message telling operatives to lie in wait and ambush him. On the person's Instagram account, Secret Service agents found a photo of him holding a book called How to Kill the Definitive History of an Assassin. I had a tip from ISIS, uh, for ISIS. Uh, don't announce that you're going to yeah. kill somebody when you're going to assassinate Don't order them. that book. <laughs> don't get Agents a book. <laughs> then discovered that one jihad was hiding in downtown Manila, just blocks from the hotel. Where the president was staying. When uh, discovery was made, Trump was about 20 minutes from landing. 
sleeping in millennia. The agents uh, track down the ISIS operative. Sounds really boring. This sounds like a lot of words. <laughs> I don't think it really. The failed assassination of Tabo. All right, my head's <laughs> killing me. Ah, uh, don't drink caffeine. Or if you do drink caffeine, don't skip your caffeine doses. <laughs> you just fucking snort something. We yeah, have bus pills. that's probably what I'd have to do. Start snorting caffeine pills. Do it. <sighs> do it. I still got to get that powdered tea. I want that. I got to get that shit. The, like, the tea pills. We got to get Jeff Razzley back on. We do need Jeff. Did he email you? One thing at a time. Where's Jeff Razzley? Jeff Killington is our is our booker, and he yeah. did not respond to Jeff Killington. I don't know why. Jeff Killington sounds like a very sounds like real... a reputable <laughs> yeah. man. I love that last week. That guy thought he was talking to Jeff Killington. I missed last week's man. Yeah, just call him again. This week's man was no good. Who's next week? <laughs> um, uh, Bracca. Bra- Brack? Bracca. Brack show? The Brack show. <laughs> wow. Why is... This is a cursed show. I, I can't believe that people stayed on longer with Frank and the Driz and... Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. There, almost everybody that did Frankie and the Driz, I think, stayed on for everybody. the 30 minutes. Yeah. Except for the question mark suit guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like us, Matthew Lesko? Matthew Lesnick. <laughs> I opened a beer for you, fucking piece of shit, Jeff Rasley. That is on your hands, you motherfucker. Uh, Ugh. All right. Where's this? Where is it? I got it just, just for Jeff Rasley, and he hung up. <laughs> We'll be back. Next week, we'll be here. Ooh. I was listening to the radio. <laughs> the other day, the, the one, whatever the Hulk is, and they played that exact sound, and I just started cracking up. Did they? Yeah. That's not a Hawk, it's an eagle. I know. I was like, wait a second. That's her eagle. That is an eagle. But yeah, they said the number. They were like, oh, this was 1057 the Hawk, and then played fucking that. And just started they cracking up. that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully the cat will be happier. <laughs> yeah, sad cat. Sad cat. Sad cat. Fuck. Fuck Mac. Yeah, I'm gonna write a song called Sad Cat. Good. <laughs> Yo, sad cat. Are you fucking sad? You gotta cheer up. You gotta cheer up. I'll give you some catnip or something like that. Yeah. That's just like the first verse. I'll That's like a out. teaser? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Hush your face.